All right, so Kyle, happy birthday. Who's Derek? I think you're the elder statesman on the podcast, right? Elder statesman. Yeah. And then I think I'm the second oldest. I just don't know between Dan and Jeff. I think Dan, are you a little older than Jeff, or is Jeff a little? I don't I know. I'm thirty. I'm thirty-six. I'm thirty-six as well. But I think oh. who's going to turn thirty-seven? I think he's first? younger. I'm, I think I'm, he turned I'm, thirty-six. Uh, Twenty-four. So. Twenty-four. Thanks, Kyle. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> I'm September, so I'm turning thirty-seven this September. Oh, okay, you're older than me then. I'm the youngest, okay. I guess. Jeff's the youngest. All right. Wow. Do All we right, have you... that right, Kyle? So you would be thirty-seven today. I'm thirty-seven. Yeah. On this glorious Saturday, which is just a Saturday. No, no, just uh, at some point I turned it. Yep. Yeah. But who's the most mature? Because it's not Derek. He's the oldest, but he's not the most mature. Not me. I, I, think, it's, <laughs> I think it's a four-way tie and then Derek. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look yeah, how mature know... he's handling that. Look at him. Look at him. Yeah. We do Maybe know Tim is, is bad. That's, gross. That's, as much as, that's, that's as much as we know about Tim. Just, he's bad. Hashtag gross. Okay. All right, so I do love a good hat, especially as the hairline starts to recede. You got to wear more hats, right? Yeah. And so uh, I do love a good hat. Um, but this one was actually I got it for Christmas last year because my now she's three. When she was two, my daughter started saying, you bet. She was mad at me. Like, this is not fun, like being silly. <laughs> she would angrily at me and be like, whenever I said no about something, she would start crying. Like, you bad. You bad, dad. Uh, you bad. But it was just for me. I was the only one that she said, you bad. So, but it became a running joke within the family. Like, whenever I would tell the kids now something, they'd be like, dad, you bad. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> so it became like a, it became like a pretty fun way for them to like jokingly rib, rib me. Uh, sure. All 17 of them. You bad. Them. No, you bad. <laughs> they got me a hat that way. I actually have used it a few times when they've asked, like, Dad, can we go have a sleepover at our buddy's house? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> point to that. <laughs> so, so, yeah. It's just one of those, like, I forget which exact service my wife used for it. But, you know, you, there's all kinds of print your own, make your own hats. Oh, yeah, and yeah, right. so it, was, it was something like that. A personalization mall, maybe. I think that's a pretty popular one. But, anyway. Um, are you trying to... Enter the room. Not without a shirt on. That's Derek family's. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't need a Derek uh, fiasco kid fiasco. <laughs> He's like, you guys are insulting me way too much. I'm going to leave this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that wasn't his fault, to be fair. They just they just nervous that, that just he's happened. so quiet. Anybody else getting a little nervous that Derek's so quiet? I'm nervous that he has a 14-year-old game as a background. That's yeah, he's got, he's got an old gun <laughs> game. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> So, hello. He hello. Can't hear us, hello. That's hello. Bad. Tell him you, you bad. bad. You bad. You being bad. <laughs> you bad. That's right. <laughs> Be bad. He gets it. He gets it. He gets it. Hey, what's your quick review on um, what's that game we were playing? Ember Knights. Ooh, I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like Dead Cells. Like Dead Cells or like Hades. Oh. Yeah. There you go. That's the quick review. Official review. We should bring him on at least once a week to do a quick review of what he's playing. That's a good bit. I like that. Ember Knights. Looking this up. I have it installed and I haven't gotten to it yet. The quick kid review. We'll talk about. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about a few others. By the way, this is episode one seventy seven of the Current Gen Podcast, and that was my son Thad, who just came in to say hi. My name's Tim. I'm here with Dan. Good evening. Boobs. The birthday boy Kyle. Hello. Happy birthday. The youngest on the pod, Jeff. Boobs as well. <laughs> and and the elder statesman of the podcast, Derek. Vagina. Oh, no, no. Your microphone's right and the youngest. Your microphone's already attached to your face. You I know. I just, I just wanted to do the vagina. <laughs> Love it. 
but yeah, this, there are a few games that uh, have come out recently. Last week, of course, U4 had a uh, spoiler cast about Final Fantasy 16, which, by the way, people seem to be enjoying on the YouTube channel. So thanks for watching it. Um, so we'll we'll continue to do that for big games, especially when I'd say at least two, three of us really enjoyed it and wanted to talk. Like Derek and I did an Elden Ring spoiler cast last year, and mm-hmm. people really want to talk about games like that that they just spend hours and hours and hours and hours playing. So Final Fantasy XVI is a great example of that. I could see us doing it again at the very least for Spider-Man 2, but there might be a few others between now and the end of the year that Spider-Man we... Spider-Man 2 seems like a shoe-in for a spoiler. Seems like a shoe-in. I could see maybe Alan Wake 2, because it's story-driven, Ooh. you know? So maybe an yeah. Alan Wake 2. So there's a few coming up that, that Unless... might... Unless none of us understand the story and we're just like, there's an Alan. <laughs> I mean, it I is think a remedy game. It's going to be like probably <laughs> overly heady and kind of pretentious. So, <laughs> well, that might make it amazing. Who knows? Who knows? I, it will. Those are those are ingredients for amazing. So, Kyle's like, no, no, you misunderstand. Those are my favorite. Yeah, things. no, no, that, those were compliments. <laughs> yeah, those are my. <laughs> I, I I prefer the the stories where I have to go. All right, let me go. Let me go have somebody yeah, somebody smarter, smarter than me on YouTube definitely to me what I just played. Yeah, and then I'm yeah. like, yeah, that game was really deep because I have no idea what. The, what happened? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, all right, well, let's talk about Pikmin 4, which, by the way, on Metacritic is getting an 87 on the average. I know the overall reviews seem to be very high for this game. A few uh, of us dog. played the demo a little bit. Dog makes all the difference. Um, and I know a couple of you at least own it now. And a few of us are kind of like on the fence. We might buy it at some point kind of a thing, um, but try the demo. I just wanted to bring up real quick... Um, at 87, do you guys happen to know of the brand new games released this year by Nintendo, published by Nintendo, where would that rank without looking? What's Second. your guess? Uh, for the year? What are yeah, you talking about? for 2023. Oh, for, for, exactly. oh okay. Sorry, I, I can't think that. of anything that's uh, 21. above it Zelda. 21. Uh, I'll say 30. Like, um, across all the games, like, where is it on the whole game? No, let's say just... Yeah, let's just say of Nintendo published games. Oh, okay. Oh, well then, Third. yeah, second. Depends on do we count Metroid Prime Remastered? I I wouldn't in this particular case of a new newly published game from Nintendo. But if you do, then it's third. If you don't, then it's second behind. Well, then Tier I count it so I can be right. All right, you count it. All right. I count it as well so I can be right. <laughs> hey, but you know what? What's a, another one I put on this? I just made a quick short list. Like, hey, how's Nintendo been doing this year with uh, 2023 releases? And in the top. Five, three of them are either re-releases or DLCs. So you've got Advance Wars 1 and 2 with, at a 82. Pikmin 4 is brand new at a 87. Then you have Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Future Redeemed at a 92, if you count that DLC as just kind of a major Nintendo release. Metroid Prime at 94 and Tears of Kingdom at 96. So yeah, Nintendo really not, not doing too shabby. And we still have yeah. some big ones for Nintendo on the way uh, later this year. So, yeah, should be... Great. Oh, and by the way, what's their worst reviewed game? Anybody know? Care to venture a Nintendo the, Nintendo, the Nintendo One Two Switch whatever the the One Two Switch everyone Switch whatever it is. Is there? Yeah. A, is yeah. that a like a sequel to like yeah. a yeah, launch game? Okay, was one I think the on Switch game, I didn't know right? if they were just relaunching it or something. Nope. So I was like, didn't this game already come out? But no, it's, it's one of those Nintendo okay. things where they just reword the title in a confusing way and make it yeah. a game. It was already a confusing title the first time. It was yeah. like everybody one Switch two three four. <laughs> It'd either be like, that or the what? the Switch Sports game. Yeah, we we Sports one, on Switch or whatever the full name of it is. It's like that's not well. confusing. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to Switch has a 56 on Metacritic. Oh wow, so that's I didn't pretty poor. That low. But I the think, the, I think the next IGN lowest, gave it like a four or yeah, something. I got a lot of low scores bad. from from legitimate 
um, outlets. That's pretty bad. But the next lowest, though, to give them credit, is at a 79 with Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. So oh, like okay. it, it's not like they've released a bunch of poor games. It's just the that party yeah. game didn't seem to hit. There you go. A little, little touch base on the old Nintendo. Kirby's a good one, too. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Um, and don't forget, Fire Emblem Engage came out this year. Yeah. Eight. Great game. I mean, took like six to sixty something hours into that game. That game was awesome. Geez. Did you, by the way, did you finish that story, or are you kind of on hold and going to circle back to it? Engage. I finished yeah. it and all the DLC. Holy smokes, dude! Okay, I need to, I need to catch up on that one. Derek, did you finish it? I know you played a bunch. Chapter eighteen of I think twenty five. Okay, you're so like, that's one. Right that's there, one that you yeah. might all of a sudden dive in and finish one weekend out of nowhere or something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Pikmin Four though. Um, Similar to what you guys have said about some other recent games, I have the demo downloaded. I've had it downloaded for a few weeks now, and I just have not started it because I just I'm like, yeah, I'm in the mood for something else, and so I'll play something else. So I still have not tried the demo. I have no excuse not to. I need to try it. It just kind of looks like more really fun, cute Pikmin gameplay with a few tweaks, but maybe it's more than that. What do you guys who either own it or have tried the demo think about Pikmin 4? I, I'll be honest. I own it. I didn't play it. <laughs> I haven't played it. I haven't played it. Well, I, was, I was counting on Derek. Damn it! Too, you were excited too, to play. Uh, a little too puzzly for me, but I I love watching it. I think it's like very charming. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that game as like a someone I, I'm in the room while somebody else plays it type of game. <laughs> sure, I can see that. <clears throat> no, right, I, so not, I mean, uh, I'm excited for it. That's why I bought it. But I just haven't I haven't cared to play it yet because I've been playing other stuff. Is that because Remnant Two is out early? I would rather play Remnant too. Yeah, I think that one is kind of interrupting some gaming plans that people might have had, especially if they didn't realize it was coming out early. I for... and I didn't until yesterday, until Dan yeah. said something. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I'm not more. I'm not any further ahead in the Pikmin Four demo. Like I got to a point where the dog grew to uh, where I could ride him around and jump in higher areas, uh, and that's where I stopped. When they were like introduced that mechanic, I, that's where I stopped. So okay. I'm still very early in the game. Okay. Are you I'm not even done with the demo. Like, are you a Pikmin fan, Dan? Were you were you ever in the series? There was a, there was a almost like a mini game thing on. There was that game that came out. It was a Nintendo Land, I think, with the Wii U. I think, I think so, Nintendo yeah. Land is what it was called. Yeah, and yeah, there was yeah. a there was a Pikmin mini game in that, and I actually quite liked that. But mm. I tried playing three. Like my wife and I, like we bought three and we tried playing. I think we played like an hour of it. It just, I don't know, it, it didn't grab me. I, I Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's super it's a cute, very particular but... flavor. Yeah. Very particular, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let me ask a couple questions about Pikmin then, see if you guys know. Do you know when the first Pikmin game came out? Any guesses? What year? Oh, well, it came out on the GameCube. 2002. 2000, I was going to say 2002. 2001 on the GameCube. What? Sold 1.6 million units, pretty modest numbers for a Nintendo uh, exclusive, but not a, of course not bad numbers for most games, but... For a Nintendo game, that's not a huge hit. Pikmin 2 then came out three years later, sold a little bit less, 1.12 million. Oh. Not so, a high-selling franchise. Yeah. Not a high-selling yeah. franchise at all, I agree. It's very they, niche. And then Agreed. they took nine years then to come out with a sequel. In between, they came out with some Wii versions of the GameCube games, which each sold le less than half a million copies on the Wii, where they upgraded the controls, I guess, for the pointer, I'm guessing. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I think it actually made the games better, too. Did they? Okay. If I remember correctly, I think I watched reviews and people loved using the Wii controller to control the moving the characters because it's like Which a makes mouse. Sense. Yeah, it's like makes a mouse sense. exactly. Yeah, it's point point and point and click type of thing. There was a uh, a city builder that I played on the Wii that I was 
like this is the first time I played a console city builder that I've really enjoyed since like Super Nintendo Sim City days. Because most console based console controls for a city builder, I'm yeah. like, forget it. I'm gonna go to computer. This is too much. There's too many but, menus in those types of games. Yeah. Yeah, but there was a Wii one for uh, it was the Anno series, but they called it Dawn of Discovery. It was like a dumbed down version of the Anno 1800 game, I guess. Super fun though. Like the point at the screen and drag and drop and like, yeah, it worked great. Awesome. Um. Pikmin 3 on the Wii U, surprising numbers, I think, for how few the Wii U consoles sold. It was 1.27 million for Pikmin 3. And then that number went up by another 2.2 million when they released it on the Switch in 2020. I, I, the first time I bought a Pikmin game was 3. Um, okay. And I've said it on the show before. I played it with my daughter. I believe we beat it. I think we did. Um, but I absolutely loved that game. But I think I loved it more because it was quality time with her. So totally. I'm still excited for Pikmin 4, but like, it's there's a lot of reading, and I haven't played a Pikmin game. And I think I looked it up. Uh, Pikmin 3 came out like nine years ago or something like that. So I haven't played Pikmin in nine years. I don't remember a lot. I mean, I know what the game is, but I'm saying control-wise, sure. all that stuff. So... When I booted up the demo and he started talking to me, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to listen to you. So I'm turning <laughs> you off right now, because you are talking too much and you're telling me to do too much. So, um, but I will eventually play it. I just, I, I expect that this one's going to be the best Pikmin, and I really thought three was really good. I yeah. just remember it being really fun. Yeah, I've heard some folks say that going back to play the older ones actually isn't all that great because Pikmin 4 does all the same stuff way better and you go back to play the old ones and feel similar. Oh, but I should, I should probably good. uninstall 3 then because I was going to get to that just to see like... I don't know. Three, like. you... three, 3 might hold up. I think it's 1 and 2 specifically that re-released on Switch. People are kind of like a little more negative oh, on. Okay. Fair. Yeah, they're 20-year-old games. So that makes sense. That's yeah. yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Pikmin 4 is out, came out this week, but let's talk about Remnant 2, which I thought we would discuss next week. We still totally can because it officially releases next week, but early access. I know a few of you have jumped in already. What do you guys think so far? What are the improvements over the first game? How's it striking you? We'll start with Birthday Boy, since I know you love it. Yeah. Kyle's the uh, Yeah, I, I, I got around to getting like seven hours in last night. I was up like four in the morning playing with my buddy. Um, nice. And uh, that game is humbling. Goodness. Um, no shit. <laughs> harder, harder th- is it harder than the first one? Um, I got healing now, right? I'm getting some like... Uh... Oh. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm getting all this stuff that no one can hear me. Uh, anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, we anyways, can hear you fine. I- Okay, great, great. Uh, I don't know what all these warnings are about. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's just humbling. I, we, we started uh, on normal mode <laughs> and like very quickly brought it down to survival mode, which is easy, but it's there. The devs say you should start here pretty much, you know, like it's kind of like Diablo. As you maybe you get a little like yeah, uh, more powerful, one, you yeah. can turn up the difficulty, oh, okay. you know, and stuff like that. But yeah, we, we, we turned it down pretty quickly. Um, we spent maybe hours, like, just getting through the first, like, couple corridors, you know, um, uh, and then, of course, with somebody else, they kind of up the difficulty and stuff. Feels really good. There's not a lot of tutorials. There's a lot of things that, like, you just have to either remember or kind of figure out for yourself in the game. Um, you know, the game is not really doing a lot to handhold you, uh, which is great, because that means you just kind of get right into it. Um, I started playing as the gunslinger, um, who's just really quick DPS kind of, uh, type of character, um, 
Jeff, I think you said you were doing Hunter now. Who has like a no, nice I was I was doing Hunter, yeah. Whatever has the dog, um, right? A handler, uh, yeah. Yeah, the handler. Wait, so can you uh, pet the dog? Thing, by the way? Yep. Yeah. You can okay. Can't pet the dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, so it's cool. You know, the the basic thing is is that there's like a um, I don't know, kind of like a city or something like that. That's kind of like your uh, hub, and they had something similar in the first game. Uh, and that's where you do all your crafting and your upgrading and stuff like that. Um, and then you bounce into a world which is procedurally generated in some way. Um, okay. And it, it, even more so, like, uh, to the point, like, where I re-rolled my campaign because it was too hard and I put it down on a, a smaller uh, difficulty. Uh, when I started that level, the entire aesthetics and world changed. It wasn't just oh. like, oh, the corridors are different. Literally everything. Same thing different. happened when I changed classes, yeah. Even, even the... Even the enemies were completely different, you know. Yep. So it's like the enemies mm. that you were facing. So it's like everything changes, which which wow. really gives way to like wanting to jump into different people's games because different types of enemies drop different types of materials. Much like Monster Hunter, you take those materials, you upgrade your <laughs> weapons or make new ones and stuff like that. So it's just a, it's it's all about getting with people. And even though you're only making progress in your game when you're in your game. Yeah. Uh, the idea is, is when those people come in, they're material farming. You know what I mean? So like you're okay. never. So you're, you're not time. getting nothing for co-oping. You're just not advancing. No. The story yeah. You're just your not game, advancing but... your personal story if yeah. you go into somebody else's yeah. game. And it's it behooves that. you to go into their games because again, like once you get to the boss of that area, like it's one of six different bosses just for that area. And then so mm. it's like you'll you're never doing the same thing more than once in this game. Um, and the layouts are always different. So let's say you go to an area that aesthetically might look the same. All the corridors and hallways and kill boxes are all going to be different and stuff like that. Um, so it just breathes a lot of freshness into it. But yeah, this game's hard, man. I, I feel like uh, I, I catch myself being hypocritical sometimes because I'm like, I'm not playing Dark Souls games anymore. They just frustrate me and yada, yada. But I, I feel like this game, and I felt this way about the first game, it, you have a little more tools in you know in your arsenal. Um, so I feel like you can attack uh, situations a little easier. Um, uh, so I feel like I have a more of a hand on the wheel uh, with this game. Um, uh, in I think terms the of difficulty in navigating because it. I I just skipped the first game. I think the melee thing is huge for this game. Yeah, melee was good in the first game too. Yeah. yeah. So like being able to like go from shooting and you're being swarmed and being able to pull out a weapon yeah. and and use that really. Some really, really some people good. some classes or archetypes whatever you want to call them get giant ass swords and just yeah. And they're it's all melee awesome. classes, yeah, they're, yeah. There's all all melee classes. Did the first too. game have huge swords like that too? I don't remember that. Yeah. I just, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I just, I didn't play it enough. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it a lot. Uh, we still haven't even gotten to a boss yet. I mean, the the game is pretty the, the game is pretty punishing, you know. So oh, that's good uh, to know. Okay. Um. So I'm I you know I'm gonna I'm gonna try and chip away at it more tonight. But Jeff, this is your first one. Or how are you? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, is. How are you liking it? Um. You mentioned being surprised that. I got it, and I don't know. It was just something with the gameplay that I watched leading up to the early access for deluxe purchasers or whatever version it is. I was like, this looks like something I could enjoy. Well, the shooting's playing. really good, too. Yeah, like the shooting a, feels, feels really good. so good, yeah. yeah. So I, I started with Hunter because I was like, oh, maybe it's good to be a sniper or whatever and get some distance. I'm good with distance shooting in every shooter, like I just am. Uh, good with accuracy. Um, like Kyle said, though, there's some enemies... You're gonna have to find their blind spots, but the game's not gonna tell you where it is. You're gonna have to figure it out, like or oh. where the, where their weak spots are. I should say. There's no like scanning ability or something. To, no, like, make no, glow you kind of have to. Just think you have like, time oh, to I'm chipping their armor off, or oh, it's their head, or oh, it's their arm. Whatever, you have to figure it out. As you interesting. Um, but anyway, I kept as a solo player, starting out at least, I kept getting swarmed easily, which is not 
that's not the class you go with to get swarmed. You're, you're not supposed to be a sniper getting swarmed because then I'm just stuck swinging around uh, meleeing people, which I have the most success with as a hunter. But uh, So I switched to handler pretty quick because with a handler, you got a dog, and that's basically like playing, playing co-op in some way because he's helping oh, you nice. distract enemies. He's going up and attacking by default. Uh, eventually, you unlock more skills as you go along to uh, give him certain commands, uh, or or he can even heal you at some points. Um, can you name the dog? No, I don't even know what his name is. I it, I think it's just, just a call him Torgal. Just call him Torgal. It's fine. That's all that matters. Yeah. Torgal. All dogs are Torgal yeah, now. From Final Fantasy to, to Remnant with a dog. <laughs> all yeah. dogs are Torgal. It's like naming every horse Roach after Witcher Three. It's like yeah, yeah. gonna name everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so I found a success like immediately with Handler because like I almost used all my heals in the first area, corridor, whatever you want to call it. And then I uh, I had like one left and I still was like at three-fourths health. And I felt really good going into the second corridor. Like I was like, oh my God, I made it. Like it just that. And it, it, that's that's Such Dark Souls, feeling. you know, like getting to that yeah. campfire and just being like, Bear, I barely made it here, man. Like uh, I, yeah. I limped all the way here, you know, but get, then and having that sense of satisfaction of like. That's exactly it. Too. Yeah, man. That's that that's that feeling of those FromSoft games when I, you really the, get hooked on them. Yeah. The map I got in was really cool for the hunter. I wish it was able to take me back to that because instead I, w- I got thrown into like some type of Diablo looking gothic weird ass post-apocalyptic world. The first map I got as a hunter was like a Bloodborne. This is the way Reddit described it. It was like a Bloodborne map. Um, oh, okay. I got, those are the two I got, but flipped. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Man. It's a cool design and the enemies are very, very cool and human. Uh, but one with, I had like chainsaw guys and I, uh, they were just tearing me apart as a hunter. But yeah, I'm glad I switched though. Handler, you could easily do solo. Every article you look up will validate. But yes, Handler's the way to go if you're going to do solo. Um, but eventually I'll jump in with Kyle and our buddy um, who games, who pl- also plays the game. Yeah, and we'll nice. figure out we'll figure out a way to do co-op where we have complementary classes instead of just all three solo classes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. you can you can respec easily so it's like yeah when you, you when you choose a new class like you'll re-roll your campaign which really just means re-rolling that world you keep all yeah. of your progress and everything like that and okay, it's, good. it's badass when you create a new character or actually yeah I, I basically just said delete the hunter i don't even i wasn't even oh, that you, far you in. started over okay yeah, yeah i just said i wasn't even that far in to even <laughs> care just delete the hunter uh, so I started over, and then there's an option at the end that says, "Do you want to skip the tutorial?" And I said, "Yeah," like because that's oh, that's cool. That's all the fluff from the beginning that gets you to the main town. You can just skip that and go right to picking your class, and that felt really good. I was like, "Yes, this game has like knows what gamers want out of starting over, basically." Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. cool. And and Derek, what do you think of it so far? I know you liked the first one too. Uh, so. I was really impressed when I first started. I, first of all, I think graphically it looks better. I'm not saying it's like an amazing looking game, but like oh, yeah, on PC, the, the worlds uh, and the environments and the enemies look great. Um, I don't care about the story. I'm not paying attention to that. That's not why I'm playing it. So I am, I don't... There, there's nothing to pay attention to. So. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's like, I'm trying uh, and it's not amazing. I'm trying so hard, it, but really it boils down to, boy, game, everything's like... weird, huh? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's everything's weird, weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, stuff. isn't that weird what we just witnessed. Whoa, boy, right, that's so You're not weird. missing much, Derek, it sounds yeah. like. That's the second one, basically, too. I wasn't really... A lot of the reviews said it was basically... Well, first of all, they said it was bad, but they were like, it's just a copy and paste of the first one, which... Did, that's not why people played the first one yeah. for the most part. So 
I don't care about the story, which is totally fine for these. I've said this on the podcast before. For these type of games, I'm okay not being uh, really invested in the story. I'm there for the gameplay. And the gameplay is really fun. I did get very, very, very angry when I got to a boss. Uh, it's a tree. I forgot his name. Um, Trenty? Yeah, Rude or whatever. Um, it was... It was it was terrible. Like you're you're hitting him and then he gets mad at you and so he screams and a bunch of enemies come and they just overwhelm you. And I tried different tactics and I was getting completely obliter- obliterated every single time. So I really don't know if that's like something where they're like you should come back and do this later or Derek you just suck and you don't understand the game. Um cuz I even read one of the strategies are like well just melee and then after you melee, you back off it, once he sends out all the enemies and you want to try to take out the enemies real quick and then go back to meleeing him. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing that. But they still overwhelm you. Like, even if you ignore him and you focus just on the waves of enemies, they're lightning quick and they come from every angle yeah. and you have people sniping you. So it was very overwhelming. So I totally agree this game is very difficult because up until that point, some of the enemies were semi-challenging, but nothing was difficult. Um, I'm playing the gunslinger uh, character, and I totally like his special. He does the like quick fire, like six shots real quick. Um, and then I also upgraded my long shot to have fire bullets. So any tough enemies, I just add fire to my bullets, and it it kills them pretty quick. So I was doing good up until I got to that boss fight. So I do think I'm going to try to jump into co-op i i know you can't cross platform so i'm just gonna have to play with pc people um but overall i think it's gonna be a fun game like it reminds me for me personally it reminds me a lot of like the feelings i got when i was playing outriders and it's that third person Uh chaotic uh shooter this one has better melee than outriders you can melee in outriders but not the quickness that this game has. This game has quick melee, which feels good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it has that chaos that Outriders... Outriders is absolutely chaotic. Chaos. This game, chaos. Yeah, chaos. The best Final Fantasy game ever. No. Nope. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but this one has that same, that same feeling. It's very overwhelming, especially in that first boss, and I imagine it's going to be like that in harder areas. Because that first boss was in the very first area I explored. So, so Derek, let me ask you this: like between the two non-FromSoft Souls likes that you've played in recent months, Lies of P and Remnant Two, which one has kind of nailed the feeling, difficulty, balance, all that better? I know they're very different games, but just like in terms of that feeling you get when you're hooked on a FromSoft game. So at first I didn't like Lies of P, but then I kind of came around, and that's more my style. Okay, but. I've only played like an hour and a half of Remnant 2, and I haven't played co-op at all. Too early to know. Yeah. yeah. But I could see, because I really, really got addicted to Outriders, so I wouldn't be surprised if this is a game where I'm like, nope, this is amazing. Or it could be one I fall off real quick. But I think it's releasing at a really, really good time for me personally, because yes, I bought Pikmin 4, but 
that's not. I wouldn't be surprised if I ignore not, that. Not game. a lot of distractions right now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah a, there's a, not hard, a, lot of a hard game to come out at right now is a good time because there's not. You don't have to yeah. juggle a lot. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I think the next game I'm getting. Oh shit. Never mind. Baldur's Gate three comes out for me in a week and a half. Yeah, but yeah. I thought I yes, thought yeah, it was that. Yeah, I, I I just came to the realization not too long ago that Starfield and Baldur's Gate three comes out on console the same day, and I'm like, <laughs> yes. Oh, they're both they're early both September. That's so annoying. <laughs> they're both September six. Yeah, they're both September six. Starfield, you can get a few days early if you get the other edition, but right there, um, right. yeah, so the actual release date is the yeah. same day. So Baldur's Gate three is that hitting PC the one version in August? It's hitting PC a month uh, ahead of time. Yeah. Okay. August so even third. Early, early access is now, but one is gonna be like everything or updated or is that way? Yeah, the one is the full game. Yeah. So yeah. like the early access is not the full game then, because a lot of times no, early it's just access Act is one, I think, right? The Got first. It. Yeah. Okay. It's almost like a prologue then, huh, to the full game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a very, 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 very long prologue. You can put a lot of hours into it. But they didn't even also, have like the city, right? Like the city. Yeah, wasn't even, like, you're, like they they had th- so they're gonna be things in uh, this game's 1.0. Huge. Yeah, yeah, that like it's weren't very, even in it's the prologue. Very, very or the like, I've been watching some videos from Fetch Life about it, so. and I like scratched the surface. Yeah. And I have no problem saying I sucked. You don't know how many times like I would go into <laughs> a, a fight. And I would think I'm outsmarting these enemies, and they're just like, <laughs> "You're stupid, dude." Yeah, <laughs> You're someone likened it uh, to playing with like um, a dungeon master who's done it a lot and is very mean. So that's how, that's kind of how they. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was reading. I was reading an article where they were like, uh, "Larian, the studio that made it, they're like, so every fight is just a puzzle." I'm like, <laughs> I suck at puzzles. <laughs> but that's exactly what it is. It's like you have to, you can't do the same strategy in every fight. You have to look at your surroundings. You have to look at your enemy. You have mm. to look at your character and you have to figure out what's the best strategy. So, uh, anyway, so that's coming out August 3rd. Yep, that's coming that's out soon. the full release. Yep. Um, yep. I'm excited for that. And then August 10th is Atlas Fallen. So, you're not I, playing Pikmin I, 4. I'm going to just tell you that right now. Yeah, not gonna yeah play. right, yeah. Especially with the fall game coming out, something yeah. with the word fall in it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super hyped for Atlas Fallen. I'm watching all the videos. I'm get, I'm hyping myself. I'm not talking about it, but I'm hyping myself. All right, so, well, um, so Remnant 2 sounds like it's exactly... If you liked the first game a lot, and if you like a good, diff, you know, a challenging FromSoft-style game, but you want guns... I mean, come on, Remnant True. I think Remnant if you two, like co-op experiences, this is a game for you. Like, even yeah. if you didn't play the first one, if you're a listener, you're like, I don't like Souls games at all. Then don't buy this game if you're if you're a solo player. Yeah, but if you agreed. are like, but I like co-op experiences that co- that make me use my brain or strategy and my teammates. Oh, okay, that's a good. Then call. this would be a good game for you because you can't just run around and do whatever the hell you want. You got to work together. The game bullies you too solo, so it's like you want to yeah. play. Like this, the game is expecting you to play. It's with like other stop people. playing alone. Go find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Place. And so, they make like, it real easy. Like when I go to like a checkpoint. It's like basically advertising. Do, do you do you want to play co-op? And then they yeah, have quick match set up. Somebody in. Yeah. yeah, and they'll. It's really cool. Like they, it's almost like a, like an orb orbit where when you look, you can see the players around you, and it'll show you where they're at, and you can scroll over them and join their game, or you can just do quick match, and it'll just mm-hmm. throw you in a match that's close to where you're at. But like, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of options, and when I try to join. A couple people's matches. One, 
um, my PC like froze. But the second time I did join, but I had to get off because I had to do something else. So, but it my point in sharing that is that it 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 loaded in extremely quick. Everything was you. real yeah. easy to just join somebody else's game. Yeah, nice. Gotta love it. Well, another game that came out um, this I, actually it was last week, but. Um, last week, of course, we did. I don't know if you guys talked about it at all because I didn't listen to the spoiler cast because I'm on I'm on mission 61 of Final Fantasy, and so I will not listen to the spoiler cast till I finish that thanks game. For, thanks for not supporting our show. <laughs> You're right. welcome. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't edit your weird pause in the middle and post it for you <laughs> and write it up last week. I didn't do that for you, Derek. <laughs> uh, Exo Primal came out last week though, and I gotta oh, tell you, I, I I downloaded it. I had it installed. Yeah. And I was like, I-, I might give this a try. And then I, all I did was read a few impressions, and I was like, eh. No. And I just yeah. uninstalled it. I didn't even try it. So, like, it's not fair. I, I'll recognize that. I wasn't very fair to the game. I didn't even give it a try. Did anyone else try Exo Primal? It, I was reading some tweet about some weird shit where, like, you, you start the game and there's, like, one mode. And it's like, well, hold on. Really? Is there just one? And I, basically, you have to just keep playing the game. And yeah. I guess things kind of, like, unlock... Like, maybe sort of in a random way or just, like, in a really weird, awkward way, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, you're going through a story and, like, as you do a new thing, like, that's kind of a new mode or a new mechanic or a new this or new that. Yeah, 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 the game wants you to go. It's a a little on rails, for sure. Weird progression. Is it it fun, though, to play? Is the gameplay fun? I'll I'll be honest. I mean, I think reviewers are enjoying this game more than I was uh, Mm. because I I saw a lot of really positive stuff, like, oh, this game's actually pretty good and yada, yada. Again, I'm still on the boat. I I should clarify. It wasn't negative. It's just the way they described it. I was like, oh, this doesn't sound like some I'll yeah like. right and i totally so get it wasn't that all because, negative it was like because oh, when i was reading like i kind of felt the same way i was like boy they're really liking this but the thing the paint the picture that they're painting is not a picture i want to look at you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, well even so uh, i totally one, agree with you one review that's actually on the higher spectrum because the, the metacritic is actually mid 60s and 70s depending on what platform you switch right. to none of the none of them are extremely high but IGN was actually one of the higher reviews. They gave it an 8 out of 10. But, like, if you go to the end of his review, he even says, like, you know, all the cool content, all the real cool stuff's at the end. I wish they would have, like, you know, kind of showed you this stuff earlier. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to play. Uh, uh, I don't want to play through this right. story mode A that's really not even... A really grindy, repetitive yeah. shooter. Exactly. You don't want that right now? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And again, to be fair, because I just complimented Rem- Remnant 2, this is the same type of thing. It's, you know, a co-op shooter. But I yeah. played it, and I was like, no, I don't like the way it feels. It, it, it works. Like I'm not saying either, it works. Yeah. But I, it just wasn't a game where I was like, I want to learn the system. I want to play this. This looks like chaotic fun. And it, it does lean into, like, heavy co-op stuff where it's like you're playing a class and everyone needs yeah. to be playing a different class and yada, oh, yada, okay. you know. Okay. Um, if you and got it's PvP, friends... PvE, so it's like you're you're with your buddies, like, fighting through a level, but sometimes another team is doing a similar thing in, like, a mirrored level, and your progression is sending mobs to their world, like, to try and kill them. You you're know not what I mean? shooting so, at them directly. Not really, but there are some missions where at the end of it, you'll kind of fight each other, but, like, I, I haven't gotten to anything that yet Mm. where it's like all pvp uh like it it bleeds into that sometimes but it never starts that way at least where i've gotten okay um and that's just up to i just i don't know i just uh, nothing really screamed to me about i think what did i say in chat that i was like it's like a really expensive not free more boring warframe like warframe free 
and it's right. way cooler. Like you're a space ninja and there's swords and like the traversal mechanics are really cool. This game kind of feels a little stiff and clunky and uh, is sixty dollars. You know, if you're not playing it on Game Pass, yeah. Ooh. Um, you know, like it's just it's but it, it, it feels the same. Maybe the graphics are a little better because obviously it has a bigger budget. But like Warframe, like if you like this game, go play Warframe, everybody. Like that's a way better game. And there's um, also DLC and mm. or or like thing cosmetics rather that you can spend real money on. So it's like it's a sixty dollar game. All the yeah. things you just said about the clunkiness, you you have to pay extra for other crap. It, it sounds very like older yeah. Capcom bull crap. That it's like, come right. on, Capcom, you've gotten much better with that stuff. Like, what are you doing? Don't do that. Like, yeah, yeah. No, they've had, but they've been having a really good year. So, or a really good few years. So, like, yeah, this just have. seems really weirdly out of place. Like, in yeah. their catalog, they really push this game. Like, they, they really, really advertise this it. game yeah. a lot. Well, I wonder why. So, yeah. I really thought it was gonna be better. Me too. Like, I, I, just, I thought it was gonna be like Earth Defense Force. I think I said that in the chat like a hundred times, and it's just yeah. not that at all. Um, mm. Not even okay. kind of. So. Okay. Um, so not it's, not it's, a strong recommend from the current gen crew, but also if you got Game Pass, you could just give it a try to see if it clicks. Yeah, it's, worth, it's, worth, it's always it's worth, worth a try if you're interest interested and you have Game Pass. If you don't have Game Pass, no, I wouldn't recommend recommend this at sixty bucks. Not a yeah, chance. sixty bucks. It feels like Anthem to me. You know what I mean? Like where <laughs> like I yeah. just it, like I can see this game not being supported in 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 a very short amount of time, and now you're the asshole who spends sixty bucks on it. Yep. You know, on a dead or, game, um, it's not going to get supported. Babylon's anywhere. Fall. Uh, Babylon's Fall. Oh is a great my example gosh. Of that. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone's having their turn of having a really bad live service game that closes down in a year. Like a Gundam game just closed down that just came out last year. That was a live of the service game. Uh, like please. all these games are dying off, and like. For whatever like, reason, Capcom's running up and going, "We're here!" to like a party that got <laughs> shut down three years ago. Like, Dude, Square like, is still just... Square is still trying to get in that effing party with their with their yeah. NFT bullcrap. It's like, dude, knock it off! Like, yeah, yeah, yep. Some some backwards thinking folks out there for sure. Well, another game that came out last week that we didn't have a chance to talk about yet. I'm pretty sure Jeff, you finished Oxen Free Two: Lost Signals, Heck and yeah, I don't I think did, it, I don't think anyone else got it. And this, speaking of games nice. at a good price, fifteen bucks. If you yeah. like narrative a adventure games, it sounds like it's absolutely worth that price. But what would you think of it? How did it compare to the first one? Do you recommend it? All that stuff. It feels very expanded compared to the first one. I don't remember the, what the map was like in the first one. I can't remember if it was more linear and it walked you through every part of it. I remember backtracking a bunch, but that I might have been backtracking okay. a lot in that game too, yeah. Okay, I don't remember that for some reason. But this one felt like they gave you a map at the beginning where all, like where all of your main mission points are and they say okay. you need to go do these four things with these communicators or whatever the hell they were called in the game um and you need to find the highest points on this island to do it to i'm not going to go into specifics on the story but they basically say go do these four things and they say just do figure out where to go like oh. and you have a map telling you where to go a little metroid yeah yeah, exactly. So it's got there's a lot of Metroid stuff to it where you're you're doubling back going, oh, there was a collectible back there I didn't get because I, uh, I like I like getting trophies and stuff on Steam or whatever they're called on Steam. The little uh, the achievements cheats. that pop yeah. up are great. Yeah, yeah, now they make a sound on the new interface. So it's a I know. Yeah, I it love feels so the good. Sound. Yeah. yeah, that was my favorite part of, of PS5, Xbox, whatever. Any of the consoles is like, you yeah, that, that was one of my favorite inventions of yeah. modern day gaming. Was, it's like, oh, yes. Yeah. Especially when Who it's did that first? Was that I think it was Microsoft, I thought. Yeah, I think it was, I, I, I think it was They did achievements because the PS3 launched without trophy support and then right, it came later. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Xbox is getting a little too classical music with their sounds now. Now it's like, 
it's some weird elaborate and you're like calm down just a little i just like a nice little chime yeah exactly yeah Yeah. when it's like a diamond or whatever achievement where that rarely a rare achievement they make a really long sound anyway oxen free 2 feels like a, a a pretty moderate expansion on what the first one was okay in terms of freedom of exploration and stuff like that um, still no combat or anything, right? It's still a puzzle. No, it's slash all dialogue game. based, and the dialogue is as organic as it was the first game, which is why it the looks voice, very voice similar. acted or no? Voice acting is yeah, voice oh, acting is still there okay. and very very good, and again feels very conversational in an organic way, where yes. somebody will be in the middle of saying something to you, and as they're waiting for a response, they'll continue talking, and then it'll wait until either they're done with the sentence or if their sentence isn't that important, it'll. That's when it'll come in with your response that you selected. Kind of feels like a real convo. I like. Yeah, that. I it like feels like a real conversation. Yeah. And the yeah. first game did that just the same. So they didn't change anything there. Um, I think where the game was really freaking cool was there's a new mechanic involving time. Okay. Let's put it that way. And there's like literal holes in time that you can go through. So that's really cool. You only do it like two or three times, but every time you do it, I'm like. This is so cool uh, for like mm. a game that's just walking around and talking. I couldn't believe they added that. Um, and they also a, how much reveal, like a sequel does it feel like? Is it they like a also, direct sequel or? Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like it's five years after the first game, and they mm. don't really get to what what makes it a sequel until like maybe over halfway in. Okay, uh, you start to talk to people that sound very familiar. Okay, and, gotcha. And you recognize okay. some of the names. You're like, is that the same person like that from the first game? Oh, I'd have to so, do a refresher. It's been yeah. What? I was going to say it's well probably a good idea to play the first, right? Because the people that you talk to will recap. They'll recap what happened. Like they'll be like, mm. here's here's what happened with so nice. and so. Okay. So eventually That's they'll recap cool. later on. But it does take later on in the story to finally discover the connection between the first game and this one, and okay. then the way that it it actually wraps up the story of both the first and the second game by the end of the game. Like it's really well done. Um, nice. Depending on the ending that you choose, because there's three endings you can choose from. Um, I chose the bittersweet one, which was like good for my character and good for, uh, well, not good for my character in a way, I guess, but great for everybody else. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah, there's other options available too, though. And in the dialogue, if you choose, gosh, they don't even hint at what you should choose sometimes. If you choose uh, incorrectly, it can impact your relationship with a certain character to where later on, if you have a conversation, uh, a confrontation with somebody, they will either help you or not in that confrontation. Like, so like I got to a point, I got to a point at the end where I was like, it was like the final moment, the final quote unquote struggle, quick time event or whatever. And um, only one person was helping me when I had the option of two, like, you know, gotcha. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, no, like, uh, she's going to so beat me. Yeah, stuff plays uh, out based on how, what you Yeah, pick, exactly, right? and yeah. I didn't realize, I don't know what I selected that was wrong. I have no freaking yeah. clue. Oh, and, and the coolest part of the game is when you're done with it, uh, the way that they tell you the choices that you made compared to the rest of the community that played. Oh, I do love that. It's so clever. Like, they, oh, for right. me, at least from my ending, they it was like a box full of items, and each item you picked up related to the story, um, story moment. Like, 50% of you chose to help this guy, and, and you know, 30% of yeah. you chose this. And apparently the ending I got was like 3% chose my ending. <laughs> so oh. I, I found that to be very interesting, too. Uh, Jeff's, a spe- yeah. Jeff's a special boy. The He's variety of percent. There were. I think there were like, I think there were like apparently 10, maybe a little less, maybe eight uh, exact endings that you can get. Like, okay. Like there's three endings, very endings that you can get. But like, obviously, there are different parts that are going to be a little different. Okay. Gotcha. 
um, for at least eight people, I guess. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I thought, man, I thought it was a great expansion on an already good, really solid adventure game. Like it's, yep. nice. it's not going to be. I don't. I still in this year though. I don't think it's going to be like top ten worthy because I'm not doing much. It's just. The game's all yeah, about but it'll probably be on your list story. for like your favorite stories at least. Yeah, or something, something yeah. Like and that. the visuals do look a little better than the first game, even though I mean I remember you tell that by the trailers, but I like the first one too. I want to say that was a 2016 yeah. game. Is that right? Is that the right year? Yes. Yeah, because that's when I was streaming and stuff. Yeah. Okay. For a little bit, for like literally like a month. Um, all right. Well, this game is on my wish list, and it's not like it's too expensive or anything. It's more like kind of the Derek conundrum with buying Pikmin Four. I'm like, I could buy it, and it's just gonna sit there in my library for a little right. while. So I was going to wait and if buy it, helps, it when I'm ready to actually play it. This one was only two more hours, and that's because I explored more. This was only two more hours in the, the first game. So okay. it ended up being almost seven hours. Nice uh, brief game. I like that. Especially because I backtracked a lot. Yep, yep. But the first game was like four hours. By the so, way, Jeff, so I recommend it again. I don't know if you got it when it was free on Epic Games. I still think you'd really enjoy Game Deck because you like the adventure, dialogue-driven game. I still have it installed. Yeah, and I haven't even... Tell, I, and I, if you're it. just in the mood for that... It's that same oxen-free vibe, just in terms of like really creative dialogue and great yeah. writing. And, um, and I'm a sucker not, for that, dude. Does that, not, run on, does that run on the Steam Deck? Is it Steam Deck verified? It is Steam Deck verified. Steam Deck verified. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was only because on Epic, Epic they were giving it away for free. Or Epic was giving it away for I, free. I nabbed it. Yeah, I nabbed it then. I think it's normally like twenty bucks or something. It's not a. Oh uh, no, never no, mind. It's, it's thirty. Nice. It's thirty bucks. Oh. Well, those sons of bitches, those cheapskates, those jerks, and it is verified on Steam Deck. There you go. Sweet. I was doing um, a Steam Deck, Steam Deck thing. It was, it was true. Steam I really, you did, you did a good job. Uh, I really do. I really do. Uh, I, I do hope someday that they figure out a way to get Game Pass and Epic Games and stuff like that onto the Steam Deck. Like I know that. Yeah, they're, I like they're just a conversation com- away from making that happen, and someone just needs to hurry it up with that combo. Yeah. Instead of all these third-party, super uber-expensive desktop emulators that are basically just Windows and you install the apps right. on them. Right. Come on, man, like, guys. Just have a conversation. There's all kind of workarounds, deal. but it's yeah. like, this is... No, make it not, easy. There's got to be a way to make it an app no, that you I just don't, launch directly. Yeah. I wish I could somehow tell Epic Games, like, I'm much more likely to actually splurge on some of your great sales that you have and, like, use your platform more if yeah. I can use it on my portable device. Uh, but since I can't, I usually buy stuff on Steam because... I like yeah. the I like knowing that if I ever want to, I can play this portably. There is an so option to like obviously there are options to jailbreak things, kind of like you can with phones, but I've never been comfortable with that idea because it breaks your warranty. So no, I'm not gonna do that. Sorry. You you can do a bunch of workarounds. It's a lot though. There's a lot of copying and pasting of code and, yeah. and actions yeah. to execute and things like that. Um it probably takes like 30 minutes for someone like me who can just copy instructions as I go through them. Like I'm not gonna code it, but I'll like follow shit. But I don't want to do it. I don't necessarily yeah. want to go through all those steps. Listen, um, anyway, when Phil when Phil wants uh, uh, just another feather in his cap to to piss off Jimmy, all right, he'll talk to Epic, and they'll <laughs> figure these things out. They'll they'll figure or Steam yeah, or whatever. He's got it? his he's got his hands full right now, but uh, yeah, he's got I'm Jimmy sure, to deal I'm with. I'm sure it. once he's got some room, I I I, I think that's gonna happen. I I, I think that that's just a little extra jab at Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Just a little extra jab at Jimmy. Yeah, the old Jimmy jab. All right. Um, <laughs> Viewfinder is out. And I know, Jeff, you talked about the demo a bit ago. This game yeah. does look really cool. So if you like puzzle games, especially visual, visual-centric visual puzzle games, where it's yeah. very much about your perspective. It's, it's like that super liminal one where it's like, that one was more to do with perspective, literally changing your perspective to change the shape of objects. This one right. is, is literally changing your environment with a picture. It's so incredible how they did that. Yeah. Yeah, very cool game that is out now on mm-hmm. I think 
Definitely on Steam. I don't know if it's out on other stuff or not. I PS5. Don't know. Yeah, it's, PS5. Okay. It's like 30 bucks though, so I'm 25, 30 bucks. So that's why I haven't gotten it. Well, as you heard earlier in the show, my son Thad, as well as my sons uh, Shepard and Kale and myself, all all four of us played Ember Knights. Um, we got it on. It's on Switch and and uh, PC. Yeah. Um, runs great on the Switch. You know, it's one of those games that the art style and the the lack of demand visually <laughs> uh, makes it work well on the Switch. It's a great switch game but i'm sure we're screwed on steam too of course but um we played it the other night four player i very he compared it to dead cells because that's the game in that kind of roguelike genre he's really dived into i would say it's much more like hades but it's got some dead cells vibes too just in that you've got your selection of permanent upgrades but for the most part you're upgrading what you might be able to have drop for you during the next run like that's kind of that model that you've seen in game after game rogue legacy and spelunky and many other games before it. So um, I liken it to Hades. It's kind of more like a cartoony co-op Hades, if you like that style of game. The combat feels good, and a lot of dashing and rolling around and fighting bosses and mini-bosses, and you kind of pick, do you want to go towards a room that could get you more gold or towards a room that could give you a new upgrade for a, you know, a special attack that you have or whatever. You kind of pick what type of room you want to go to next in some cases. Um, work your way to a boss, work your way to a new environment, and keep on going. And every time you go back to the hub, there's more things to upgrade and things that you've unlocked, runes that you found. Um, you can choose to upgrade your health or add regen or make your attack stronger. It's all the stuff you've seen before in these kind of games, but it's just very cleverly done in terms of its visuals. The four-player stuff is a lot of fun. Um, most of it is shared. It's like most of the money that you collect. If one person collects it, you all get it, which is nice. So when you do get to a shop, you can all spend You'll, like you would all have the exact same amount of money to spend. So you don't have to fight over collecting coins, which is good. You do kind of have to battle over who collects what special attacks and what runes. Those are limited. Um, runes are just kind of like um, special trinkets you hold on to that boost a skill or or your stats or something like that. So, so yeah, for the most part, it's a really well done, really well thought out, fun little multiplayer game. It was only like 18 bucks. So it was worth worth the purchase, and I do recommend it. Um, I have it installed. I'm actually excited to play it because it does look like a really fun action game. Yeah, it's super fun. And we had just unlocked the bow, which is the first weapon you unlock. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're still very early. We only did kind of like one hour and a half or so session altogether. That's all we've played. I don't really have a lot of interest in playing the solo. If I'm going to play a game like this solo, I'm going to go back and try to finally beat a game like Hades or try the DLC on Dead Cells like... To me, those are the tops of this genre. I don't think any game comes close to those two, personally, if I'm in the mood for that kind of game. But this is a really fun, um, kind of family-friendly, co-op-friendly, fun game. So I'm sure it's fun single-player, too. So I forgot that I played Dead Cells for the first time this year. I meant to add it to my uh, (laughs) backlog mentions that I want to put together for the end of the year. Oh, my God, that game's incredible, dude. Dead Cells is amazing. I tried to jump right into the uh, DLC. So did I, Kyle. That DLC really wants you to be good at the first game before you start. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, I, I realized immediately, I was like, I'm going to have to actually dedicate time to relearn this game. I have so much stuff unlocked. Yep. I'm sure you're the same way. That yep. main room with all the little orbs where all your stuff's mm-hmm. collected. So many things unlocked. And I dove in and I was like, I'm getting killed by these first little enemies. Like, I don't remember how to play this. very. I, took, I was like, I'm going to have to. Very humbling. Yeah. <laughs> very humbling. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, a few pieces of DLC or updates that are worth mentioning. Sea of Thieves got their Legend of Monkey Island content. Which, oh, cool. Which we, okay. I don't know if I any... I haven't re-downloaded for that. I would love you, to okay. uh, 
I would love to play that with Tim. I mean, the last time I played the game was with you, and I think Kyle was in there too. Yeah, you you carried us through one of those DLCs, and yeah. I that was I had such that was a great so time much with fun. That. Dude. Yeah, that was, yeah. I would love to do that again with this because Legend of Monkey Island has yeah. so yeah. much. Humor I want to do the Pirates. Of, I didn't do the Pirates of the Caribbean one either. So yeah. Yeah. all the all the tall tales they've out. added have been surprisingly good, like really, really good. When people um, uh, say Rare is dead, I always bring this game up. I'm like, this game is really good, guys. We got to no, stop pretending yeah. like this game doesn't exist because yeah. <laughs> I know working really hard on that. The, the, any I mean, DLC you can make an that. argument if you don't like Sea of Thieves. I totally understand it. Totally get it. It's sure. preference, but they're not dead. They're just very. They're just singularly focused, pretty much. Yeah, they're just right. doing something that those it's people like, don't want. It's a games, games of service, basically. Right. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it's the same with the team. The same with the team who works on Fortnite. You might be like, well, I wish they would work on whatever IPs some of those teams used to work on. Like, sure. I hear you, but they're a Fortnite team yeah. now. And, right. and if you like Fortnite, which I personally don't, but if you do, there's... You're it's, stupid. Oh, sorry. It, go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then it's, well, it's it's amazing the amount of content they're pumping out. And and they're just... that That is like hey, the highest of it, quality. It, it actually feels like a competent shooter, surprisingly. Yeah. They exactly. took away building, didn't they? Like the same. Yeah, and that's why yeah. I started playing again. I like, was like, like the oh, main... Yeah, that's the one thing that I about that whole game right. but it's all, it was also it's one identity too so it's kind of weird that they would like abandon that it's fort i would get to the end all the time fort and someone fight. would build a skyscraper in front of me in a oh, second sure yeah. Yeah. they would like shoot me as they're like go, i'm like how do you yeah. that's dumb yeah. my kids still make fun of me like dad the one time i watched you play it you finished seventh because you hid in some building i was like yep that's how you win <laughs> yeah. though man you hide yep. till the last 10 and then you go in there and yeah. sweep up man that's right um but yeah, so Sea of Thieves, I will absolutely reinstall that and play that game. The game's a blast. Um, Diablo 4's season has started. Um, Derek, haven't heard from you in a while. What do you think? Have you played any of the Diablo 4 content that's that's come out recently? The new stuff? No, yeah. I just beat the campaign before they released that, and I haven't booted that okay. up yet. All right. Jeff, I know you played some of it. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, the community maybe has, has nothing negative to say about this, so this is uh, oh, yeah. going to be fun to talk, to, talk about, yeah. <laughs> I think it has um, like a user score of like 2.6 now because of the, so the review bomb. I am willing to bet more than oh my word, more than half of those are people that haven't even played it. They're just like, yeah, oh, yeah it was I hate just the the video notes. They just read they about just it. Went, yeah, they were, exactly. They're like, you guys destroyed the game. Yeah, you, I, I know Kyle didn't get play forever. I know Kyle didn't get far because I was online with him and uh, our friends at play last night, and he was like just starting his new character, seasonal character, yep. um, which is be- that's the catch. I get we've talked about it before. That's the catch. You got to start a new character pretty much from scratch. Renown resets. Like your money does not carry over. Your yeah. your nothing carries over. You're in a new realm. So right. Uh, exactly. Oh, I thought your renown did carry over. It carries over. Your only parts of your renown carry over. Uh, only your Lilith statues and uh, one other thing, but everything else you have to redo. Like I'm strongholds. I'm rediscovering Lilith statues. Quests. That's uh, that's that's about. That's I'm still doing those. Uh, but I still have thing, ones to find. Too. The only thing that does carry over uh, as well is if you skip the campaign, which is an option when you start a new character for the season. Um, the main towns that have like you know all the horses and stuff like the main towns that have all the vendors, uh, which is like five main towns I think. Those quick travel points are unlocked for you. Like that's yeah, the whole map's not unlocked only... for you, but those yeah. five towns are yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, so I mean you're pretty much starting over, and you kind of have to be like just be like okay, I guess we're doing that uh, and make peace with it. Um, but I'm having fun as a, I, I chose a rogue, which is what Kyle did the first time, and it sounded it looked. Because, you know, we played several times together. It looked awesome when he played. Uh, so I was like, I want to get in on that. And I chose a ranged build, a uh, penetrating shot build, um, which as enemies get closer to you and you're firing <laughs> off. Almost said something. 
<laughs> penetrating. If if you're firing off rounds and the uh, enemies get His close to you, screaming. Uh, they they get like he's gonna push, use that line on his way back and uh, yeah. I'm just I'm just blowing right past it because it's it's lowest hanging fruit possible. I really couldn't care less. Yeah, about For little jizz penetrating jokes. Uh, shot <laughs> build. Jeff, Jeff, I appreciate that you just charged ahead. I'm with you, but I just I happened to as you said it penetrating shot. I just saw Dan go. Hmm. <laughs> oh no penetrating that low-hanging fruit am i right oh my oh, boy there it is <laughs> yawn yawn and a half all right let uh, me ask you this uh, is this something that you outside of all the chatter around it whatever yeah. do you recommend for folks who have completed the game and just want more diablo like is it worth i, I don't yet okay. I, I just don't think i'm at level 22 23 or something like that and it's just more diablo and it's less story focused like it's more objective based like do three dungeons collect this build this okay and then that moves you uh forward in your chapter progress okay, so it's gotcha. not so much story driven I, so I, i'm even struggling to get motivated to get back into it now that i'm like i've passed the first two chapters of content right i'm in chapter three and chapter three starts with go do these three strongholds and i'm like i don't really feel like doing that right now strongholds <sighs> are supposed to be levels above you like they're at least two yeah. levels above you sometimes more uh, okay. With the patch, some okay. of them are way, way higher above you. Um, so I'm just like, I don't know. I'm struggling to get back into it. So not right now. Maybe if there's a few patches down the road that are, like, amazing, like, it makes it suddenly, like, more gratifying to play, sure. But okay. I, would, I would wait for folks to do that. Like, like Derek, think, he beat the game, but I would wait. I'd wait for to go back into it. Well, I, I think, uh, I, I've already said, Diablo 4 is not a game for me, like, as far as, like, I... And I think most of us are this way, too. We buy lots of games. Yeah. We like to play our games. We like to move on. These, this seasonal content is for people that are like, I live and breathe Diablo 4. Definitely. That's the game yeah. I bought for this yeah. year. Yeah. Right. And, and, and for I, those I people, I would say, that. yeah, season one is absolutely yeah. worth yeah, it. Yeah, if you got a level 100 character time. at all, period, just keep playing. Just keep playing yeah. this season like you're going to want to do it anyway. This content's not <laughs> technically really for me. I did what I wanted to yeah. do. Will I jump in because I paid that extra money to get the 20 levels unlocked, which I thought I was getting wow. unlocked at the beginning of the game, but now I don't get it until season one. Sure, I'll check that out to see what I got. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I don't think it's for me. I'm ready to move on. There's plenty of games. In fact, I forgot the, to say this when we were talking about stuff that's upcoming. The Expanse is coming out. I'm interested in that. Yeah, if it yeah. is well, I'm buying that. It's a prequel, that. too, so if you've never like seen the series, like you can still jump in and enjoy oh, it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I was because I'm still working my way through it, so I I wasn't gonna play it until I heard that. So interesting. Mm. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle, same thoughts on the Diablo Four stuff from what you no, played. No, like opposite actually. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it's my social game. Uh, you know, I I really enjoy getting totally on, get and that. it is a lot of the same stuff, but it it is a, a loop that I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, I have not tired of it, um, and I'm you know I'm glad I took a little break before it, but uh, oh, yeah. it'll be one that, that I get on with my buds, um, you know, like during the week and stuff like that for a couple hours, and it's not one I'm gonna see like I'm not gonna see this character through to you know a level 100 or anything like that, but uh, I would like to get through the seasonal content and uh, right now, uh, you know, utilize the new mechanic that's only going to be here during this season. Um, which is like malignant hearts, which is uh, uh, something I'm still kind of learning about in the game. Yeah, they're like it's, gems, but they're um, yeah, it's like extra gem slots. Unsocket them; like they're totally <laughs> consumable. 
Um, and the enemies are same enemy types, but now they're malignant versions of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little tougher. A... They get temporary shields. They drop different types of loot. Yeah, <laughs> and you can for for mini for elite bosses or mini bosses, whatever you want to call them. Um, they die once, and it's it's. I mean, it's like Sekiro, I guess. Uh, <laughs> title wise. Um, anyway, uh, you you have to you can summon them again to get better loot and and beat them again, like on the spot. If you want to claim a heart, you have to do that. Dan oh, Sekiro. that's what I've been doing. Okay. I was yeah. like, why do enemies keep on popping out of these hearts? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. When they pop up again, to for they they spawn like five extra enemies on top of you. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Oh, you're no. Like, you're redoing that whole fight. You're pretty much just, too. yeah. You're redoing the boss. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Which is good for loot, but, you know, if you're not, I guess maybe it's just a mood thing for me. But, uh, you know, Kyle mentioned the social aspect, and that's the main reason that I logged back in last night. Yeah, uh, I was surprised I to see said, Jeff on. I was yeah, like, he even was though just I said I was like about done. this all day, and yeah. he is. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you hated it, Jeff. Yeah, I yeah. I just wanted to go on there and talk to the fellas about um, it's, it's, it's nice. how much it's, of a it's... feminist Barbie made me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it's easy to jump in. Like, if you see a bunch of people that you, that you enjoy playing with that are on, you're like, uh, all right, well, that's a low-stakes game I can jump into real quick, and yeah, we can sense. chat over killing demons. Even if it's like, I got 20 minutes before I got to leave the house, what do I do? I'll just go do a dungeon. Like, <laughs> just do a dungeon. Yeah. I'll tell you, I think the thing that, uh, you know, uh, everyone would be waiting for in terms of like, hey, new story, big stuff, big content would be whenever the first expansion comes out. So, you know, I think I think that will revitalize a lot of the, uh, you know, people who are just kind of playing for those reasons, which I'm I'm half in the door of that and half in the I'm not ever going to get a character to level 100 like. Some yeah, of my friends I have. I just here. won't, you know. But and that's uh, probably a 2024, right? Likely, or an expansion for Diablo. Probably. 4. I don't. Think, I, I, I would not foresee anything coming out this year. Yeah. 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 Know. It's got to be 24. Okay. Yeah, because cool. season one's going till October, so like they'll do a few seasons before they would do that. I think so. I bet it'll be like three seasons in. They'll do a few seasons before they do DLC, or I'm sorry, expansion. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It'll probably be a full year. I I really do think they're gonna do the Destiny two thing. Yeah, Destiny that 2. would be smart yeah. on there. That Where it's right. almost like a new game release with how big the expansion is. Mm-hmm. And, and it will be it will be something like that, yeah, for sure. Yep. They'll add in a couple extra acts or something like that. It'll I be tell giant. you what, the, yeah. I, I will say this. The way uh, Diablo 4 ended, if they release story expansions, I'm all in. Because yeah. I cool, enjoyed cool the idea. ending. Very cool story. Yeah. Very cool yeah. ending. Nice. Want, nice. I definitely want to know what, what happens next with what they set up, yeah. Well, other DLC that came out this past week is the uh, fifth of six booster packs um, for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so new courses, new characters to use, all that stuff. Um, I haven't played it myself. I do have it downloaded on my Switch to try. I just haven't tried the new courses or characters yet. And have any, any of you tried those yet? Yeah, I, I haven't I, used my I, Switch in a while. Beat, I beat all of the, all of the, the courses. new courses. Okay. Yeah, and I That's played... Awesome. There's three characters. There's comic hammock there's the little like caterpillar guy that gets mad yes yeah wiggler that's his name piranha which is the flower piranha (laughs) yeah that's a great that's yeah that's a fun one especially in a tiny goat i love making putting big things in tiny ass little go-karts it's so fun (laughs) um yeah i played through all these these were none of these courses i i recognize because they were all from titles that i hadn't played it was all tour and gamecube we uh, there's some a couple new courses. Well, actually, there was one new course, Squeaky Clean Sprint. Um, Isn't it crazy how much new content they made for their mobile version of this no game? No kidding. Yeah, they no made kidding. a lot of new. Like, yeah. I would have thought that would have been a great chance 
mobile market's going to be very different potentially from your main market. You can just rehash old courses, but they created a lot of new courses for that game. That's crazy to me. So fun, dude. This, yeah, I mean, it's just like the other waves that came out. It's so fun, and I love just the the courses themselves. Feel like there's variety to them. Do you have a favorite on each lab? Course uh, from this one, I would have to look at some pictures of it. To... It's just a good reminder too that like this is the best version of this kind of game. Like it's there's a lot of there's a lot of other good ones out there. Disney Speedstorm was a lot of fun. They did a good job with that. The Sonic oh, Race this games. The king. This, is a, you're, this is like the unreachable, you know, king. Yeah. Like he, he, who shall never be. There's a city one. From I agree, the man. Wii, yeah. uh, it's like platformers with Mario. It's like there's a lot of really good ones. Yeah, like Rayman's great, but it's not Mario. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, just, yeah. Rayman's super good it. though. But yeah. <laughs> Dude, those last two Rayman games are excellent. Though. They're so good. <laughs> they're they're so not Mario, so but they're no. so good. They're yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. I laughed the, more in those than I ever laughed in. Mario. I do too. Sure. I, I, I kind of like the charm more too. And yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, whatever the other one was. Yeah. Uh, Origins. Origins. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, the highway one was really good. It reminded me of I don't know, just got a bunch of nostalgic vibes. Even though it was a Wii a Wii track, I'd never played. I remember that. I'm pretty sure I remember that level. So yeah, there there was var- variations on it from previous like iterations like SNES and stuff. Like I that. loved Mario Kart Wii. There's something about also like you waggle the remote on the jumps and stuff to get that little boost to speed. Like man, yeah. I, I, I don't think it. I ever played it. I think my family was just more obsessed with the sports Wii Sports and that's it. That game was that game was fun. Yeah, the the, the GameCube one was good too. Double Dash. Sure. Ugh, yeah, people favorite. love people yeah love they, they added one of the tracks from that in this, uh, yep. daisy cruiser is the name of the track yep. Yep. all right a couple major movies have come out in the last couple of weeks we need to make sure we talk about mainly just Are because you? we Can all we? everyone on this podcast is a fan of movies some more than others but we all love a good movie and uh current cinema we got to start getting that to come back with so many movies to talk about so yeah, let's get, yeah. let's get people current bounce the games that's why it's a seven started. hour episode so let's call yeah. this uh current cinema corner here for our main current gen oh, I podcast love it. I so love this it. is current cinema corner let's talk about some of these movies let's go back a week first before we talk about barbenheimer which is out this weekend <laughs> Uh, yes. Last I'm... week we had uh, Mission Impossible. Was it last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. You're right, last week. Yeah. Was it last week? Okay, okay. Feels like um, forever ago. Yeah. It does. It uh, does. Mission yeah, Impossible, God. Dead Reckoning, Part One. It's a bit of a mouthful. Oh, I know what it is. It came out on a Wednesday. That's why. It's. It feels like. That's why it's in my head. Oh yeah, week. people were seeing it Tuesday and Monday. Yeah. Early yeah. screenings as early exactly. as Monday like, and Sunday. Like the eleventh. Yeah, I was seeing it on Monday. Yeah, you were seeing oh, the Derek. desktop air screen. All right, so let's start with you, Derek. Did you get a chance to see this yet? <laughs> Yeah, I actually got to see it this morning. I went to a 9 a.m. showing of Mission Impossible. Um, As I was saying, I originally was supposed to see it Monday, July 10th, so 12 days ago. Um, And I just sat in a theater for two hours looking at a white screen because they couldn't get it to work. It was some kind Um, of error that popped up, like a computer error. How would nobody in the theater come in and go, hey, sorry, everybody. Uh, They did. No kidding. 20 oh, minutes okay. in the I don't think he was the manager but he was somebody and he was like hey this happened earlier it takes like 15 20 minutes we'll get it we'll get it fixed just please be patient we're so sorry but I promise you you're watching this and then I waited 40 minutes after that and I'm like dude is he going to update us cuz it's definitely been more than 15 or 20 minutes he comes back up. He's like, so sorry. We're still running issues, but we're 15, definitely going to get it to work. We got sense. free passes for you guys. So he goes around, hands out free passes. 
And then I wait another, I, I want to say at this point, because I, I got there 30 minutes early, so I waited like another half an hour. I was like, you know what, man? Even if this movie does start by 9 o'clock, it's going to go to 12. I got to, I, my first meeting is at 6 a.m. I'm not guaranteed six hours of sleep. I'm, I'm not going to do well. So I was like, I got to go. So I left, and I was like, hey, can you guys, like, listen, I pay monthly for this. So you giving me a free ticket does absolutely nothing for me. So they gave me free popcorn and a free soda, but I never eat at the theaters. But I'll, I'll try to use it when I take my kids to Barbenheimer. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I didn't get to see it then. And the reason I share that is because this was the movie I was most excited for. There's a ton of good movies that have come out. Yeah. This is the movie that I was like, I can't, cannot wait for this to come out. And that's why I made sure I got first screening that I could get. Um, but I did finally get to, because my schedule has been crazy the last couple weeks, I finally got to go see it this morning. I have to say as a big fan. Okay. So I rewatched all six previous movies and the wow. only movie I didn't like was two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's natural. Yeah, that's because it's the only, it's the only bad one. Yeah. <laughs> but no four five, I want to say this one fits <laughs> somewhere in between like like my third or fourth favorite because i don't know if i like four i know i like five and six better i don't remember if i like four more but it fits somewhere in there it's a really good movie um i think it's hurt a little bit by being a part one part two so i think once part two comes out it'll definitely be like i love the fact that they did that type thing um but overall it was a lot of fun i i love tom cruise and i've never been a big tom cruise fan but the last like 10 years i've been like you know what dude Anything makes, you do, I'm gonna. He go makes see. hit after hit, like he yeah, butts just, and seats, man. The guy's just yeah, he does. You know, he's in does. good movies. I, don't I know think it's also like right. it, maybe it's he's being fake. I don't know. I'm not here to diagnose that. I think it's his personality. I think it's the he doesn't get involved in anything. He's not your typical Hollywood. He, I really genuinely well, believe him when he, he says doesn't get involved in anything anymore. Yeah, except, for, except for fake religions, but you know, other yeah. than that. Yeah, but, I, I'm yeah, but he doesn't like it. he doesn't parade that. Yeah. like now yeah. it's like, he's like oh, not forcing anything and, down yeah. anybody's throat. He just gets on the screen and says, "Hey guys, I'm doing this for you." Again, that could be yeah. fake, but it, to it a certain is. extent, it's it feels fun. like, "Hey, it's... this is like I do this for you guys." It's good messaging, even if it's fake. Yeah, yeah, it's good PR for sure, absolutely. And I'm buying in. You know, I'm here for it. I'm throwing myself off this mountain on a motorcycle for you guys. Sure, just do it. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. Dude, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you. Like, I actually want to say yeah. Tom Cruise is one of the more reliable blockbuster stars. A thousand percent. He is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to say this. I I will say the in my opinion the trailers ruined the best parts of the movie for me because I was able to go, Oh, I know what you're going to do here. I know what's going to happen here. And I was like, man, this is now where I wish I would have not watched the trailers because I would have been like, well, how's this going to play out now? I knew how it was going to play out. And I was just Mm -hmm. waiting for them to do it as they like took their time to do it. I'm like, it was such a slow build to the stunt, the main stunt of the movie. Oh my God. I know what you're doing. Yeah, I already and know what you're even, doing. Stop, I'm not stop gonna spoil it, it for you guys who haven't seen <laughs> yeah. it. But even like the end of the movie, I'm like, hey, I know how this movie's gonna end. Now, did they dramatize it way more? And I went, okay, I didn't expect that. But I, I still had a general idea, and it was all from trailers, and that that kind of bums me out. So I'm, I need yeah, to start being a little bit stricter. In the trailers. There's a trailer problem we have with most movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, I for need sure. to be more stricter. That if I know I'm going to see something or I'm going to play something, I really do need to start going. You know, what? you just 
stay away from the trailers. I've barely watched actual full trailers start to finish for this. I kind of like got glimpses of it. I'm like, yep. Yeah. I would totally highly recommend. That. You know who's able to to nail the trailers nowadays is uh well folks like Christopher Nolan who have a pull in the community in the marketing uh, yeah. of his movies. I guess uh-huh. because you know Oppenheimer trailered and I couldn't tell you. I don't know. What I couldn't is. tell you a single I mean, like, I know thing what that they is. showed in the trailer right. that I was like, you know, like, oh, I wish I didn't see that. Like, I, they just I don't understand. Boring shots of the trailer. Like, do the same thing I'm with saying. stuff like, like Tenant, right? Like, I didn't know what Tenant was. Yeah, or, like, yeah he's yeah, so good know, at that. Like, yeah, Inception too, where I didn't know what Inception, that movie was right. about until I was yeah. watching yeah. it. I'm like, like, oh, okay. Interstellar showed like no, hardly any space travel. Maybe the space station spinning around a little bit. It was mostly McConaughey crying really. It was mostly him on the farm. Yeah, it was mostly like in the spaceship itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's kind of wild. To think I get about. that it's you're trying more. to get people to buy tickets, but I oh, really yeah. think for like, know know who you are and know what the movie is. Like, I don't think Tom Cruise yeah. is the type that like, hey, we got to show a lot of action. Like, really, dude, you should just be like, we're releasing a new Mission Impossible. Trust me, it's good, and I'll go <laughs> yeah. see it. Yeah, I'll go see yeah. it. Yeah, you I'm with you. Sometimes it, it can come scene. across a little bit needy when you show too much of your good stuff in the trailer, and it's like you don't need to be that way. Especially because some movies what they, do. But... What they did not show in the trailer was this. Uh, there's such an amazing car chase scene. Like it's so inventive, even mm. for where we I are in the history of cinema. Like mm, with yeah. with car chases and how many we've gotten, especially Jason in the, Bourne's got in, some in the yeah. not even Bourne's that. Like King, John Wick four this year had one of the best car oh, chases. Period. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or scenes involving cars. Period. So like Italian yeah. job. We've got the fact some good that Mission Impossible measured up to that, in my opinion, like with this, they were driving around in a similar to Bourne, a tiny car, and you're yeah. like. How are they still coming up with inventive ways to blow my mind? And that was nowhere in the trailers, and that was like in the first act somewhere. So like, yeah. it's it's a little disappointing they didn't put any hey, of that. But. Quick, quick, current cinema sidebar: What are some of the best car chase movies? Just re- without saying too much about them, like I think Ronin, Ronin, has, Ronin, 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 Ronin is like one of the all-time best for sure. Yeah. Fury, Fury Road is entire car. Fury chase. Road no, is one long two-hour car chase sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the movie itself is pretty cheesy, although I really enjoyed it, but. The car chase and gone, the show. Gone in Gone in sixty seconds had some great. Yeah, I love car that. Chase. I love that movie's got great car sequences. In Let's movie. go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. That's a good. That's a good. Yeah. I, we, me and Jeff have done that list before. So yeah, we I'm did. I don't, I don't remember if it was on current cinema or not. But we've it might have been yeah. Enter Tournament of Champions. Might have been. Yeah. No, we definitely so. did there because I remember doing a. Yeah. a and then yeah. we mentioned Born too. I think the first Born was a Born. really good car Italian chase. job. Italian job. Yeah. Yeah, um, there's I'm some, there's some real good ones job. out there. I loved Fast Five. I was a huge apologist for that cult the, where they're dragging a safe around. That, that was that like that sequence is amazing. Yeah, that sequence is so great. It was before they got way too cartoonish. It was still mm-hmm. cartoonish, but not to the level where it's like, stop, just stop, guys. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, and that's the thing that Mission Impossible does. Re- that's such a great like franchise to compare it to. How are they seven movies in now to Mission Impossible? And not being eye rolly ridiculous. Yeah, and not being so cringy and but like still being offensive and stupid and Ethan Hunt goes to space. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's They're even saving that, that for part two. He is doing that, but he's yeah. doing it for a totally non-Mission Impossible movie. So it's like exactly. even he knows that's too ridiculous. I'm not I doing it in Mission Impossible. Multiverse. Um, yeah. Anyway, I love this movie to to, to bits too. And uh I okay put it somewhere around the same as, as Derek. I think I, I have such a, maybe it's nostalgia, but I still think the first Mission Impossible movie is just masterfully I crafted. I rewatched it with my son and he loved it too. It was his first time Dude. seeing it. It's very dated, but like, 
But that's, that's good. I, think I don't good, think yeah. the 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 going into the CIA building part where he's doing the he's being yeah. lowered. I don't think any of that is dated. Like it looks still amazing. No, just more like yeah. the the way that characters look and the, some of the clothes and just some of yeah. the shots yeah. kind of it feels older, but I it still too, works. Yeah. My even my son was like, dude, this movie is awesome. Yeah, I can tell. I it was, I can tell it was made a long time really ago, good. but it's but, yeah. He no, I agree. I agree with the way that like some of the dialogue is presented. That feels and the technology was the biggest giveaway. Yeah, for the sure. first one and the second one have like the same like I don't know if it's IMDBD score or something like same score and I was like how how yeah, does the first yeah, and there the are some people that the love the score. show the Mission Impossible show the old that show hate the movie that hate the they movie hate right the first movie so much uh, and they, well, they, the they think of good. Ethan Hunt as a certain thing and then Tom sure. Cruise came along and changed it uh, my my favorite so far though of all I still like three the best although the newer like ones the are probably too. they're probably objectively better in a lot of, i just three's my favorite i think philip seymour hoffman yeah I, I would going. put six six and five are at the top for me in that order and then i would go one and then seven this new one then three two three and four are like a toss-up for me because i enjoy i love them both but they're very different like four is when it started to become more of a spectacle he's climbing yes. buildings but the story is just three like, was I don't so, care. Three was so, so personal. I, don't know. I, I loved how personal. Yeah, three is very personal. personal. Yeah. And it worked really well. I'm going to really, kill really you well. in front of her. I'm going to kill. I'm going to fight Dude, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I was just like, as soon as I watched that. I got yeah. sad immediately. I was like, oh, I love this guy. Oh. I love the throat clearing scene, too, where it's like his voice isn't ready yet. Yeah. He's like, and he's, like <clears throat> he's doing he's doing wool. He's wooling. He's wooling. Wooling before wooling was a thing. He's wooling. Really, All right, so I'm it. I'm hoping to see that one this week. Uh, we'll see if that plays yeah. out. One I am definitely seeing this weekend because it's oh date. oh I forgot to shout out. I'm so sorry. Uh, my favorite character in Dead Reckoning was a new one, and it was uh it was Mantis's character, Palm whatever oh, yeah. the last name is. Uh, she barely says anything when she does talk. She's French, but she is such an imposing figure in this movie. Oh, um, that's where I recognize her from. She's yeah, very hot too. I was very, very attractive. attractive. To her. Yeah, <laughs> I was very attractive. To but her. like, she's such a badass in this movie. She kicks so much ass, and she has. Well, such that was great part outfits. of my attraction to her was that she was just mm. like. Yeah, she's just really? mean mugging the whole time, and like, oh my <laughs> just god, mean mugging. Yeah. She was so bad the entire time. I'm like, yeah, I'm used to women being that way. I'm attracted <laughs> to you, right? Now. That's awesome. Derek's like, please beat me. Just well, please. um, I'm planning on Sunday. And I told you guys about this in the chat, but on Sunday, it sounds like my wife and I are going to go see the Barbie movie and then follow it up with some Chipotle. So it's going to be a fantastic afternoon slash evening. Looking forward to sounds that. Sounds like a good date. Um, yeah. yeah, it should be. I've heard Barbie is very funny. Um, there are people who hate it for whatever reason, but for the most part, really positive reviews from critics. Um, like every movie, there's conversation around what they're actually trying to say. And I get that. That's fine. Um, but overall, it sounds like a pretty funny, well done yeah. flick. Is that true? For what you... From yeah. Experience. Um, by the way, this art behind me—I just stole it from like Deviant Art. I don't know who it's by. Oh, the King Blader. All right. Anyway, I just wanted to shout cool. that out because like, like it. it's clearly like an it. amateur, like, but it yeah. looks amazing. The color clashing is just incredible. I love it. Um, but uh, yeah, Barbie's very funny. And what I've been comparing it to the most is Anchorman because it's so dumb, <laughs> but it's so funny. Well, you know, um, you know what my wife said when she saw the trailer? She goes, "The vibe reminds me of Down with Love, that old Ewan McGregor movie." I don't know if it's like Never that. Seen it. Oh, yeah. okay. Ewan McGregor and uh, Renee Zellweger. No. Okay. Nah. No. I'm familiar I don't with think the other it. It's it's like a stage play, kind of tongue in cheek, a lot of like winks and nods to the camera style hmm. humor. Um, it's like a musical without music. So anyway, but the Barbie trailer. Uh, there's actually music. Kinda... In this. <laughs> okay. I'm, no, I'm saying down with love. No, I know. Way. 
okay. I'm just saying this gave us similar vibes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. go ahead. You, I mean, you, you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. It'll it'll feel like the humor will feel like an Adam McKay movie when you hear some of the jokes that they're saying, and they're very quick. That's the only difference is that the script is very intentional, and and the jokes are very fast paced and quickly said and uttered, and um, and it'll, it'll catch you off guard a lot. But like Ryan Gosling's humor, his timing. Um, Will Ferrell is in the movie. He's in the trailers and stuff. He plays right. like the main. He's not a bad guy. He's like the he's CEO. The Mattel, Mattel CEO. Yeah, yeah, but he is so. They just let him do what his thing basically. Where he's yeah, like, uh, <laughs> he says something. I can't remember what it is. Where he says like, I don't know. He says an abbreviation for something, and then he's so impressed that he came up with it. He starts to nudge the people next to him, and he's like, "Did you hear what I just said?" <laughs> and I feel like that was Will Ferrell just doing his thing and not yeah. in the script, you know. And they were just kind of letting him do his thing. But that's hardly the only moment that he has where you're like, okay, this guy's just stupid and funny. It's uh, it's great. Uh, Michael Sarah's character I loved as well. He plays a doll named Alan, which is a, I, I googled it. I had to. Um, this is a real doll. He's like Ken's friend or something from a okay. line that's since been like discontinued. But every time they introduce him, they're always like, yeah. Then there's Alan. He's just like, he's just there. Michael like, Sarah's yeah. perfect for that kind of a role. It's so yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and Ken says things aloud like, "I just need Barbie to acknowledge me, then I'll have a good day." Like it, he, they say things aloud like that that are very blatant and stupid. Yeah. Um, when they first go into the real world together, Barbie goes up to some guys that are like hitting on them. I think they're construction workers, and she's like, "Just to let you know, I don't have genitals, and neither does my friend Ken here." Like it's. They're being very literal. So with it's a little like thing. Elf with the first Enchanted a little bit. Yes, where there's yeah. Okay, okay. Exactly, yeah. Um, and and the, the funny part, too, like, I when I first saw the trailer, I was like, what's 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 this Barbie Land thing? Why, yeah. why does it look weird? Why are they flying around? Why is she fake eating stuff and fake drinking stuff? And uh, then they explain that, oh, if you're in Barbie Land, it's, they're mirroring how kids are playing with the dolls. So you. that's why everything looks very fake. And nobody really has any motivations. They're just kind of there to be like. They just do things because kids are yeah. playing with them to do. Yeah, things. exactly. They wave like really funny. Um, so like I'm, I'm trying to get a vibe. Like overall, it seems like you liked this movie. Yeah, so, I did. There okay. was a part in the third act where it gets a little luxury and um, and there's no subtlety about it. So we're going to be having discussions about that, at least in our chat and or whenever after you see it, we'll bring it okay. up on the podcast again. But uh uh, I, that's that's where some of the sentiment is coming from, and because yeah. so you think verbiage, some of that might be kind of fair. They could have done a better job with some of that, maybe some of that, yeah. Because there was a tweet that somebody said that I liked that was like, yeah, this would have been a great speech if it was the first time I'd ever heard of feminism in my life, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. Well, I mean, it's that's the thing that that's pretty the good. The movie is appealing yeah, to people. <laughs> it's trying to appeal to a broader audience that isn't online all the time like I am or like some okay, of us might. Okay, maybe be. fair. So yeah. maybe there's a lack of they're counting on people's either ignorance to the discussion to be able to get away with some of the things they're saying. No, it's just women repeating themselves. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> they're just repeating that, the point what? over and over. So, I mean, Jeff, we've talked about this before like sometimes the art of subtlety is lost a little bit and just yeah. certain not not in an entire movie or entire tv series but you know we, i don't want to keep harping on captain winter soldier show whatever that was falcon winter soldier winter captain sure winter winter, <laughs> winter falcon winter winter falcon um, winter falcon there you go wow. but no like it, it's, it's too it's like an overall really fun really solid show that just happened to have some very on the nose 
yeah. not at all subtle preaching moments. It's like one or two, maybe three. And it goes even harder in Barbie because they're kind of explaining these ideas to all audiences. You it's know? just Whereas, it's just a bummer to me. I'm like, is... man, it could be so much more impactful to show, yeah. not tell. And I think that art has been lost in a lot of ways. I, I think that once so you get past that, movie, like. once you get past the the slight or exaggerated eye rolling you might do at that one moment that i'm thinking of in particular uh-huh. um they do actually address things on a different side that i f- i thought was interesting but they could have gone a little further with yeah. it um okay. but yeah it's 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 it is interesting the direction they chose to go i did also feel the third act was just in general felt very rushed like we we got to get this movie out the door guys we got to finish this movie they we wanted to resolve story. it yeah let's go let's go uh but yeah. uh there's still humor in that third act even if i thought it was messy um so i mean i I overall really liked it but it's no (laughs) it's no oppenheimer dude let me tell you (laughs) yeah so my only based on just some of the general reviews i've read not so much just public opinion but like general reviews i've read it doesn't sound like it's super kid friendly like for my nine nine or ten year old to go to like a little girl going to see someone just just because of the like as an adult we would watch this and be like yeah it wasn't that bad but uh, from what i've read there's an incredible amount of uh, like sexual innuendo stuff. So for yeah, maybe there's websites based... you can go to to ver- verify that. And too. I, I did. I, I went and looked. I think it was like Common Sense or something. I was looking at, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, it was just a parenting one where it lists stuff. And the list of all the innuendo and sexual talk and stuff. It wasn't even the swearing. It was yeah. like like just the stuff they're talking about with sex and body. I parts. wouldn't even say there was that much swearing like at all. They were right. always using double entendres and stuff but like at, that. That list yeah. of that, I was like, I don't want to sit there and explain this to my daughter in the theater. Yeah. Like, so. right. That that to me is kind of a bummer because you, like you said, talk about being. It seems to be targeting a young audience. It seems very kid friendly, but that doesn't necessarily sound like it's. I think they were going for teens and adults. Yeah, it's PG thirteen, and I'm like, why would you? But it's Barbie though. Like, why would you PG thirteenize it? Like, there's a whole part early on in the movie where there's a bunch of Kens that are threatening to fight each other, Uh and when they fight each other, they call it a beach off. But the that way was in they the trailer. were saying it, yeah. it was in the trailer. The way yeah. they were saying it was, hey, man, I'll beat you off right here. I'll beat you off by myself. Like, the way they kept saying it, sure. I was like, yeah. kids are not going to understand why adults are laughing so hard at this part. But see, it's that's so a funny, funny joke for adults. For, yes. Like, that's very clever, yeah. but it's like, yeah, that's not going to work to take my little kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a little too close to the real thing. So, yeah. um, I mean, they did yeah, it right. smartly She's back in, like, um, that's like, okay. She's got a bunch of mediocre kid movies this summer, so it's fine. <laughs> Mark, just I was gonna Mark. say, like the, those those like Pixar, DreamWorks movies, like do that well, right? Where there's yeah. there's a, enough there for adults to laugh at. But like, oh, I, I caught right. that. I get a little and, yeah, and, like and, Inside and, Out, which right I over think a kid's head. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're right, Dan. That's true. Yeah. So like, um, it can be done, you know. Yeah. So Barbie is, I mean, it's PG-13. So I mean, you got to look at the rating and be like, well, it's it's rated that for a reason, I guess. Yep. Uh, but it is yep. kind of baffling. From a writing perspective, why they even with all this out. chat around it though, like I'm excited to go see it with my wife on a date. I think we'll laugh yeah. at it and think it's funny, and I'm looking forward to it. It looks yeah. like a good time. And um, if you start eye rolling at the end, that's f- I expect it honestly at this point because uh, just because I know you guys, like those of you that see it, I expect some eye rolls, and I'll actually, you know, on some level relate to that. But like when you kind of I don't know. When you kind of get over it, I guess you kind of have to do that. Um, there's still some really funny stuff after it where they make fun of movie nerds. They make fun of the Snyder Cut. Oh, I love that joke. Man, dude, this uh, Snyder shit. It, oh, man, it's, it's so funny. The Twitter guys are so mad about the Snyder. The yeah. Snyder. Take oh, shots at Snyder. You know, this is not a movie that I'm looking at going into saying, this is for me. I'm a mega fan. This is more like, hey, this is yeah. something that we'll be able to laugh at. It's so. definitely for hoorah women. Actually, there's another tweet that I like that was like, um, 
this is almost like the Instagram biography. Or, yeah, Instagram bio of like a a, a woman. Oh, God damn, what is it? What did they say? It, it was, this was coming an opinion from another woman. Um, so it wasn't like um, some some neckbeard complaining or anything. I will say this before we talk about Oppenheimer. I I'm okay when there's especially when we're eating as well as we are with movies, good guy yeah. action movies this year and video games that are just clicking for me when a game or movie comes out that I'm like, this isn't a Tim game and that's hundred percent. Okay. Because, <laughs> it's okay. Oh, yeah. Because it's there's okay so if it doesn't much work. for me. Yeah. Yes. But the fact that y'all are making a date of it and you have, depending on your feelings on the movie, either an extra present with Chipotle after or a palate cleanser with Chipotle after. So I mean, either way, <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, here's what they said. It was basically a verbalized Instagram infographic from a cringy girl boss page. Um, <laughs> so that's, and, and they're talking about a very specific moment in the movie, not the whole movie. It's, okay. it's a very specific, like 30 second scene. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So, yeah. All right. And then on the very polar opposite of that, what a hilarious weekend for these two movies. Uh, we've got Oppenheimer, the next Nolan flick. Now, we're going to keep this not only brief for the sake of time but also because i know kyle you haven't seen it yet or did you go see it today every showing on earth is showed sold out okay. so like i could not get tickets this weekend <laughs> so i want to be super even, sensitive even to, weekend, dude. i want to be super sensitive to that i don't want to mm-hmm. at all spoil your experience with it even like a hint of stuff but just general overall take oppenheimer next big nolan movie how was it and is imax a requirement if you're going to go see this in the theaters did you see it I- no, I saw it in XD, which is Cinemark's. Okay, uh, still, still pretty good. Though. It's almost their IMAX, basically. Right, like right, it's, right. A, it's still a huge screen that takes up the whole wall, sure. uh, and not part of it, like regular and booming sound. Still. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I still got the benefit <laughs> of the full theatrical experience, but yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. see a point in seeing a, a three-hour movie where I would say fifteen sixteenths of it are people talking. So I don't know what the value is of IMAX. And that's just me personally. Mm. But obviously, if you feel like you need to see it in IMAX, please do it. I mean, it's going to be gorgeous. No, no, I'm glad to have that shot at all in IMAX. I'm I'm so glad you confirmed that because I saw that, hey, this is a biopic. There's going to be a lot of talking. And I like, I don't mind that when I'm watching it at home and I can kind of like do other things while it's happening. I was like, on IMAX? Why is this kicking Mission Impossible out of IMAX? And I get it. It's Nolan. He shoots his stuff on that. I I, I get it. Could it be like scenery? Like the scenery? Um, I wouldn't even say that. No. Like the okay. explosion. Because there's so much, so many close-ups of people talking to each other at, uh, in their faces. Like I just don't. Okay. Especially because there's there's. But like the X, the XD stuff. screen, which we have one of those here. That you're yeah. saying that's that's worth seeing on that. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'll do that. Yeah, especially. Well, I mean, the only moments that where there's like a good explosions happening would be uh, the actual the one time they show the bomb going off, and sure. then there's parts in between where he they show panic attacks in this movie in a very interesting way. That mm. kind of mirrors either the universe or what he feels his mind is going through when it comes wow. to uh, bombs and stuff. Mm. And that that could be interesting in surround sound IMAX type of experience. But okay. the, I'm talking brief glimpses of like moments where he feels like he feels like something's happening, but it's actually not. He's kind of like, you know, uh, going through some sort of crisis internally. Um, that he captured that brilliantly, by the way. I had to explain to the guy next to me who I didn't know. We talked after the movie. <laughs> I was like, this movie like depicted panic attacks like so accurately. Like I didn't wow. expect that. Nolan's not the filmmaker I expected to do something like that. You know, he's normally like a, just a, not that this isn't a high concept movie or anything, but he's normally like a high concept sci-fi, you know, uh, whatever. Like uh, Dunkirk yeah. even had those 
like thousands of extras in that one scene. So like he's more about the spectacle of a thing and not so much the intimate personal details of somebody. And this is his most, I feel, his most intimate movie about a person. Like it's about Oppenheimer from beginning to end. And um, I feel like there's a multitude of themes that you can dissect here that I f- that feel more real. Like Inception, Inception themes are definitely real yep. to some extent, but a lot of those come from a sci-fi place, like there an invented, invented reality. Yeah. Yeah. Tenet as well, Interstellar as well. Um, but this movie is about a real dude and it's and it's forcing the audience to kind of reckon with uh, a very powerful weapon that the people that had this extraordinary knowledge, they were kind of cursed to share it, you know? Um, and and it's not so much going, look at this amazing bomb. It's right. not like, oorah, America. It's it's just saying it's nuanced. Like, yeah, I mean, so the high a, concept isn't some sci-fi thing that you're going to struggle to understand even right. after the movie's over. Instead, it's the high concept is a human being and trying to get into their emotion and how their brains exactly. work. And, yeah. and I like that, man. I think that's he, brilliant. The movie looks at knowledge, that which he has with quantum physics knowledge and stuff like that, quantum science, as, as more of a burden and a curse and not so much a gift that you need to share with the world that... <clears throat> that we should be celebrating, you know, cause I mean, look at how countries, entire countries, the entire world behaves because of what this invention was. I so, will I mean, say, Hey, just shift it, it to the side a little to bit. Think about stuff in a different so I can way. see Killian. Let me shift to the side a little bit. Cause Killian Murphy in that shot, yeah. dude, I just, I just finished watching Peaky Blinders. That's all I'm seeing when I see him in that. And I, I understand like he's yeah. a, a very yeah. different character, but it's hard. It's going to be hard for me to shake that. He, uh, he I like, would be surprised if that's one of the reasons why he got the role. Like he's obviously worked with Nolan and a lot of movies, right? but I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, this is the role for you based off of what I've seen you do with Peaky Blinders as well. Like that he, he kind of, of talks. I've never heard Oppenheimer uh, until there's like an interview that he gave in the in the 60s when he was like 60 um, or 50. Um, I've never heard him talk, but but Killian's accent, what he chose for this was like a. It sounded like a radio host from the 40s. So like, oh, here today we're going to do this and this and that. Oh, interesting. So like, it's it's very much an an accent from that era. That's what it sounds like. And uh, okay. yeah, I hope this movie also brings back people's desire to wear hats like that and suits all the time. <laughs> yeah, man. That, Dude, yeah, that's that was such a great fashion sense. Yeah. <laughs> crushing it. The famous picture of Oppenheimer where he's wearing that suit and smoking the cigarette. Like when yeah. that those two pictures are together, they look pretty similar. So, yeah, and, and Killian—that's all he had to I'll go. Always, by. I'll always, I'll always say first that Killian is Nolan's guy. So it's like whenever Nolan's like, "Hey, I'm coming up with a movie that's a." Uh, about a deeply personal character like i'm sure killian was always at the top of his list because like yeah, he just yeah. loves using him for like deeper roles and stuff right um so yeah but, in, but, but they do look strangely alike no, too so no, not interstellar he hasn't been in a movie since like uh dark knight rises i want to say he hasn't been in a nolan movie since then right yeah because he wasn't intended either yeah, that's right. yeah he was in dunkirk he was in dunkirk yeah i forgot about dunkirk i need to stop forgetting about that i feel like this movie not would not have happened without Dunkirk, honestly, because I feel like the World War II era was like, no one was like, like no, this, I got, I got awoken something in, in yeah. him to be like, I want to tell that story next, you know? Yeah. But I, I mean, even the people that aren't like history buffs or whatever, uh, there's something very interesting about the enigma of Oppenheimer and Los Alamos, the entire project, that I feel like it's well worth watching in this. To see how much politics drove that project and and Matt Damon's character plays like a general who was like in charge of that project. And he is so funny and he's so great at being like this direct, no nonsense guy. He injects a lot of humor in the movie, but like seeing that tightrope dance that, that, that Oppenheimer who was like the speaker for the scientists 
Mm. You know, he's having to explain to politicians and military alike of like why we need this, why we need this, why we need this. Like, it's just very interesting how they had to kind of put it together. Um, so this will blow him up real good, you're saying. So, <laughs> there's a moment in the trailer where he's like, uh, they worked out the theory. They worked out the theory to the point where, okay, look, if we set this off, it's going to be near zero that it destroys the atmosphere of the entire world. And and uh, Oppenheimer explains that, I think, like a week or so before the test. And <laughs> he explains like, uh, yeah, there's like a near zero chance that it's going to blow up our atmosphere, like go into the atmosphere and then explode, explode our entire world. And Damon's like, near zero? Like, he's like, what do you want? It's theory. And he's like, zero. <laughs> I want zero. I want awesome. zero. This is America. I want that's awesome. true. That is that is the practicality behind science is like, you can theorize something to death, but, you know, putting yeah. it in action is what can confirm it or deny it, you know? Right. So. Yeah, I'm, I am excited to see this one. And Scary good call, time. Good call on like the XD or stand, even standard compared to, to IMAX. It's just so much more money. I want to save that money for when it's like uh, yeah. you know, must see. Mission Impossible game. does feel like it would benefit from an IMAX screening, in my opinion. Um, real quick, putting you on the spot, Kyle, I know you're probably the biggest Nolan fan out of all of us. I could be wrong. I feel like you're the biggest Nolan fan out of all of us, right? Okay, eh, whatever. Yeah, sure. who, who cares? Uh, if you had to pick, like, what, what's been your favorite Nolan flick up to this point? Maybe top two. Or Ooh, boy, I can't yeah, answer that is, that is in the spot. I, I like Inception. I mean, I always come back to just like that movie blowing my mind and, and, uh, and everything. Yeah. Um, uh, but gosh, I, the prestige maybe is my underdog yeah. favorite. Memento. So, um, if, I, if I had to th- say it again, Memento. Memento. Yeah. Memento is great as well. You know, yeah. If I had a champion and underdog, it'd probably be Prestige. You know, I dude, I love I, Prestige. I actually yeah, didn't man. know that was him until like years after I saw it. I was like, yeah, oh, that's, that's one of his lowest rated movies. Yeah, I and love lowest viewed movie. movies too. Yeah, and what a cast and what a just a brilliant twist. That's so, oh, it's so, it's so telegraphed. Like when you watch it a second time, you're like, oh, it's not like an M night Shyamalan twist where it's like, ah, oh, we just rewrote, we just wrote a different movie yeah. at the end, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I absolutely love that. Yeah. I love the twist. Not just, it's more like a reveal, but like, yeah, it's more like a reveal. It, like you. the oh, fourth or fifth time I watched it, I started to see the differences between the twins. Um, yeah. Hey, yeah. easy with the spoilers. Uh, the, it's an old movie, guys. I don't know. It is. It is. Also, it was a great way. It was a great way to see Hugh Jackman do something that wasn't like Wolverine. You know, big. Hugh Jackman was I awesome love quoting his yeah. lines in that movie. When, oh my gosh, I don't know why. Yeah. Why he was I great. love it. But there's great. a part from Bale's great. When are these guys not great though? You know, so. I know. I know. That's true. They're always terrible in movies. Also, you had uh, wasn't it wasn't so David Bowie dumb. Tesla in that? Yes. He was. David Bowie was awesome in that movie. Nolan, yeah. like, and Andy Circus personally. Was Andy Circus was his helper, yeah. I Ugh. think Nolan personally visited Bowie to get him in the movie because Bowie was not really open to phone calls or letters. Bowie Nolan was, was like, I'm going to your house, dude, and I'm going <laughs> to knock on your door and ask you to be in this movie because you're yeah. perfect for Tesla. And he was uh, right. And- Another fun recent Nolan story was that Matt Damon, he, he's been on a sabbatical from acting for like the last couple of years, but he had a deal with his wife that if Chris Nolan called that, that, that mm-hmm. overrules, you know, him coming yeah. back from his little break. So uh, whenever he did call to play this role in Oppenheimer, uh, you know, his wife and him just knew that he had to do mm-hmm. it. So 
Christopher oh, by the way, that guy, you know, people yeah, want to work with him. That he picks up the phone or he shows up to your house like he's, he did for yeah. Boeing. Spielberg used to be that guy. And maybe he still is for some people. But like now I feel like yeah, Nolan's right. kind of that guy. Yeah, I, yeah um, I, he, he gets movies made. Like no one on earth is bankrolling a three hour movie about Oppenheimer. You know, right. but no. Chris right. Nolan pitches it and suddenly and, and someone's he throwing money. He was able to math his way around not having to do CG for the entire movie. I was going to say, he does practical everything. Yeah. And they shot 57 days too, like with record breaking days. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, if anybody else makes this movie, I have zero interest, and I right. even yeah. still struggle. Even I go on all the Facebook comments that are like, "It's a masterpiece. You got to see this." Blah blah. And I'm like, I'm having trouble buying this, man. I'm having trouble buying this. I love Christopher Nolan. I'm not gonna say I'm a bigger fan than Kyle, but I like he's my favorite. Like, yeah. if you his name's attached, I go see it. So it's like hard for me with this movie because I'm like. This isn't this isn't what I want from Nolan. I want something. I like the twist. I, I like, like when it's a the, new concept. I'm with you. Yeah, I like when is, he throws me off. For sure. He's way I've, smarter than me. So I, I felt like this that. was yeah. I mean, there's still an intelligence to this movie where it's like it's it deceptively <laughs> makes you think about things that you di- you did not plan to think about going into the movie. That you're like, yeah. oh, is this like his deepest movie? Holy crap! Like, well, I, it's, yeah, it is I'm similar to Dunkirk it. because it's a set story that you already know happened yeah. in history. So Dunkirk and this are both like stories that happen, but he's gonna tell it in his unique Nolan way, and I think that yeah. alone is worth. Yeah, there's a lot of jumping through, yeah. like he does in every movie, jumping through time periods, and yeah. the way that he does it here makes it feel like a Sorkin script. Especially because the way people are, uh, you know, rattling at each other, like exchanging insults, very quick, fast paced at times, oh, okay. especially when Matt Damon meets Oppenheimer for the first time. Like they are just like trading barbs and it's so smart. Um, so like this is probably, in my opinion, his best like dialogue written script uh, to date. Like I think it's going to win some awards. Um, but anyway, the point is, is like he's playing with time and he's like having you go back and forth. And while somebody's explaining something that happened in the past. They're flashing back to it for the first time for the audience. So you're getting new context for the scene. And like he's doing that Dunkirk thing. He's doing that. Did he do it in Inception? I don't think he did it the going back in time in Inception. Um, but in Dunkirk, itself, did it. it yeah, because Leo Dunkirk tells some stories about like him and his wife. His wife. Yeah, but this is dif- yeah, this is definitely different. Like when when the movie's in black and white, it's from one person's point of view, and then in color, it's a different point of view. Oh, so got it. They okay. intersplice that in the movie, and Robert Downey Jr. is a huge presence in the movie. And he's fantastic. Man. Yeah, how is black, he in this? Did he use black and white in Memento too to do some storytelling? I can't. I thought he, he, did. Did. he did. He did. He yeah. did. Memento was in order. Memento, uh, black and white sequences were like told in order. That's right. That's what it yeah. was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And like you showed, it showed him getting new tattoos and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And he was he was on the phone what with Teddy. What a good movie that is too. Holy yeah. God. Yeah. Such a good what movie. A, yeah. What a freaking list of movies that guy's. Masterful <laughs> movie. Yeah. That one. yeah. Um, we didn't even mention the Dark Knight movies. I mean, Jesus. Like, I mean, right. They're right. incredible. Incredible. They're fine. They're fine. They're fine. They're fine. Those oh, they're are fine. the obvious picks. Like, The Dark Knight oh. is my favorite. Yeah. My favorite movie. It's up there with Matrix, but but like Memento is the one that that's the one that hooked me on Nolan. Where yeah, I was in like, my yeah, mind, I, I went to like way I went to like Nolan's original concept movie. I, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And Memento was like that for me too. Where like I wouldn't shut up about the guy when I found out about Prestige. Yeah. I was like, you guys don't understand. 
This guy's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Batman, Batman Begins. Begins was the first movie I saw yeah. from his, and then my buddy who I lived with at the time was like, "If you like that, you have to see Memento." And then Prestige came out the very next year or something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah, so like right. I kind of that's got right. those three movies so, within a two so years time frame. Batman Begins yes. first, and then he was like, "Okay, now I want to do Prestige. I did your Batman thing. Let me do Prestige with all <laughs> yeah. these actors." I did your Batman. Uh, I did. Batman. Like, I remember because of Memento, I was like, "Guys, you don't understand." <laughs> Batman Begins is gonna be so good. People were so done with Batman by then. I was defending it so hard. Yeah, that Batman one he helped fund some of his original concept ideas. Yeah, including and like, Dark I think Knight. Uh, wasn't Rise, Inception I think between? Yeah, wasn't yes. Inception was between two of the Batman movies. Dark Knight yes. and, uh, and Rises. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Rises then was before Interstellar, and oh, that really helped him like be like do whatever he wanted with Interstellar. I'm gonna go to space for real. How about that? Uh, <laughs> Oppenheimer in his filmography, I would say for me is like better than probably at the halfway point. Like it's it's really good. Like for me, that I felt it was like better than uh, Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises. Like um, it's tied with Inception, maybe. Like it's just so freaking good. And yeah. don't get me, I'm not. I don't rate Inception as high as. Does. Like I have Interstellar above it, and then Dark Knight, and then like Ooh, Inception. One of the best. Yeah, Inception might be my favorite original one of his too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right, that we just sucks. Move, I'm just kidding. We do have to. We have, <laughs> do have to move on, but we'll circle back to another uh, current cinema corner. We'll get there next week and the week after. There's more summer movies on the way, folks, including some of you have early access to uh, TMNT, which I'm excited to hear about. Oh, man, I'm take so TMNT. Yeah. I'll take my kids to see it when it has a full release, I believe in two weeks, but a yes. couple of you, it sounds like have early access, which is cool. Yeah. I'm seeing it on Saturday. Like Derek is the one that's mentioning all these early screenings. And I'm like, ever since he, he's been doing that, I've been getting tickets to the same exact screen. Yeah, where the hell are y'all getting these early screenings? I want to see. He, he gets it. I think you're checking your app periodically. And I'm, yeah, I'm I just use my app. Oh, okay. yeah. Is it part of that thing that you think uh, that you're signed up for? Or whatever? AMC stuff. Uh, I mean, anybody who has AMC app can like, okay. Can, buy those tickets but i mm-hmm. alert i also have an alert set on any movie i'm interested in so oh, that's awesome that's, cool. that's good that's awesome. i'm gonna fly through these headlines we'll see if we can get a record time just because there's are some interesting things over the last two weeks that i wanted to highlight and then that'll give us time at the end to just take a breath talk about anything else you've been playing or so watching just you want to whale just whale catch up on uh so yeah we'll just whale you guys it'll be great um whale <laughs> Of course, the biggest development, I think, since we've last met and talked through headlines had to be the uh, the FTC essentially losing its injunction against the Microsoft Activision case. Now, it is technically... Uh-oh. Oh, there it is. There it goes. <laughs> the oh, you're talking about happened. this? Are you talking about this? I'm talking about that. Uh, I love that so much. It's, <laughs> it's, he's so happy to pull the chair out. <laughs> uh, he's like, I love it so much. Uh, so anyway... FTC filed an appeal once the court ruled that they can't, you know, this injunction will not move forward, that the, the acquisition can proceed. Um, but then they, they, there was this deadline, I think, for July 18th that they had to hit or the deal was going to reset. A bunch of money was going to be owed and it was going to get super messy. So they extended their merger agreement till October 18th. And so I think that's where any other, you know, injunctions or issues or whatever else uh, will be hopefully settled before all that too. But this is going to happen. We're at the point now where it's like, all right, this is actually going to happen. I think everybody's finally accepted. All right, Correct. It's, done it's, it's, it's pretty much going to happen. So there you go. Uh, the now, appeal was denied. The appeal was denied almost yeah. in 24, 48 hours. I yeah, think. it was it was quick. 
It was very quick. <laughs> it's like, all right, can we move this along? Like, so, were like, uh, like let's go. Okay, like. So now that that drama is dying down, Major Nelson decided I'm out of here. It's not exciting around here. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so Major Nelson, who's a very well-known name in the Xbox community, he Larry Major Nelson Herb, uh, he's the director of programming at Xbox, and he's awesome. been a long-standing kind of online, mostly spokesperson for the gaming business. Although he's been on TV, you know, on screen a bunch too. But 22 years he was with them. Now he's heading out to do other other things. I think yet to be announced. So there you go. He is heading out. I don't. I didn't have anything big from Nintendo the last two weeks. They're mostly just. They had their big Nintendo Direct. They've been pretty quiet. They got Pikmin Four that just released this past week, and so I haven't heard a ton from them, um, just over the last couple weeks. For as far as Sony goes, um, there was a new trailer for the Twisted Metal series coming to Peacock next week. Yeah. I did think this trailer was a better representation of what we can expect from the show, obviously. And that's not to say they, they this is their first trailer. The other thing was just a small clip from the show. So I totally understand it. Yeah, this, but that was so cringe. Was so that, bad. that kind of was. But now that I see it in context with this, I'm like, this actually couldn't end up being like a pretty fun, oh, don't take this seriously, just have fun with it, silliness type show. Mm. And so I... I feel like there's a little more optimism, at least from my perspective as a non-mega fan compared to some of you. I thought, hey, I this actually this actually could be kind of like campy fun. Like I, I'm somewhat a little more on board after seeing that trailer, at least with giving it a try. But that's well, just- I think the uh, the little sneak peek actually probably helped the trailer. I'm not saying the trailer is bad. I'm just saying if that was the very first thing we would have saw from the show, I think we would have been like, eh, I don't know about this. But because we saw something that was really, really cringe and really, really bad, I think a lot of people's uh, standards dropped a lot. Yeah. So when I watched it, I was like, "Well, maybe this won't be so bad." Yeah. <laughs> they did it on purpose. They did it on purpose. Yeah, could be right. I don't find Anthony Mackie to be like the most naturally funny person in any role I've seen him in. But like some of the trailer clips, I was like, "All right, I can get on board with him doing some of the funny, funny stuff." I, can, I know he's. I can feel the Deadpool vibe, and so yeah. I will give it a shot because I love Twisted Metal, and I, if they can nail like the Deadpool humor, yeah, maybe it'll be fun. It's the same writers, so I hope they do. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I could feel oh, the vibe. Okay. By so the that way, comes they out, were like that comes out this coming week on Peacock. Yeah, Thursday. Um, Naughty Dog's co-president Evan Wells retired from the studio. So not nothing major on there outside of like, hey, I've been here forever and ever, and it's I'm ready to move on. To other stuff. He left because of toxic environments. No, he left as soon as Activision got acquired. He's like, we're gonna lose. We're out of here. Um, so everything's funny. Everything he's can joining expect. Bethesda right now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so yeah, he's he's moving on. Of course, that he's helped alongside many others there at Naughty Dog create some of the best gaming experiences we've had. So good on him for getting some time to do something else. It's it's okay to move on sometimes. I think. Yeah. How dare you? Um, it didn't sound like there was anything like nefarious, or it didn't sound like it was anything negative attached oh, to that. But everyone immediately assumed that. I know. Everyone, well, they always do. <laughs> they, Are you drama gets the clear. internet? No way. Yeah, no, yeah. I know it's shocking. I know it's shocking. So this is kind of cool. Like this, it doesn't really apply to any of us, but I do think it's cool when companies go out of their way to do this. Microsoft has already done this with a lot of cool accessibility controller stuff. The PlayStation Five has this controller. I was actually reading the article about it. It's called their Access Controller. Mm-hmm. It's ninety bucks. It's this peripheral that allows players with physical disabilities, especially, to play games more easily and comfortably. And the idea is it can be laid out on a flat sur- surface. It can be oriented three hundred sixty degrees. You can secure it to these mounts or tripods, and you can as- also. Uh, sync them up with a regular DualSense controller, like pair them together. And so like it just depends on what your disability is and what kind of movement you need and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it's very um, 
multifunctional. It just I, I, the article had some cool pictures of all the different pieces that you can kind of put together for this access oh. controller. So I think that's pretty cool. I know for the most part, folks who play PS5 and need something like that, they've had to have you someone help them. Although it's kind of cutting it off, but I think it looks yeah, like, and you can like detach pretty cool. It. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just pretty nifty. Yep. All circular. And all it really that. gives you, especially people who have maybe one hand that functions better than the other, or whatever their scenario, their circumstance might be, something like that would allow them to really, um, yeah, to play. I'm more. here for it, man. I and bought all it that. for my pet Caesar. ape. Yeah. What's your pet yeah. ape's name? Caesar, probably. Ape. Ape. Oh, that's A-P. A-P. okay. Ape escapee. Wow. Huh? Wow. One letter A-P. away from being problematic. Ape escapee. <laughs> Oh, that's so stupid. All right. Uh, oh, all right. Um, High on Life is likely to be a uh, no longer an exclusive. Looks like it's possibly coming to the PlayStation platform. No, it, it, it suck it, Xbox. It already launched. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, it's did on it? PS5 and PS4 now. Yep. Oh, uh, did it really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, so they at a Comic Con. <clears throat> Oh, okay, okay. I saw it right before. I must have seen it right before that because they were talking about how someone on the back end saw in their list of updates coming up for PlayStation games, they saw yeah. High on Life listed there. And they're like, that's a clue. <laughs> yeah, another they win, announced it during uh, Comic-Con. They were like, yeah, it's already out there. And Just it's available now. Okay, yeah, cool. Exactly. No no update on the High on Knife DLC, but we'll, we'll get that. High on Knife. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm <laughs> so excited. That's the best DLC name, man. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Uh, the new test drive game called Unlimited Solar Crown, which is a little weird of a uh, weird name to me, but whatever. Um, delayed till early 2024. This is starting to get a little bit for fans of that franchise. I've been waiting for this game. That's got to be frustrating because it was scheduled for September 2022, delayed to 2023, and now been pushed 2024. So it's one of these things where it keeps getting kind of pushed off. That is a bummer. So. Uh, but they did also cancel last-gen versions, and they did not reference the Switch version, which wasn't originally announced. But PS4, Xbox One versions, not happening. Switch version, they're silent on for the moment. I can't imagine they're making a Switch version, though, if they're not doing last-gen. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Assassin's Creed Codename Red could be targeting a 2024 release. We know that's the one that's set kind of in the, uh, I think, feudal Japan setting for that one. Um, oh, cool. better, late than, better late than never, I guess. We don't know much about that. I mean, th- that one was kind of announced as the next one they're working on. It's Codename Red, yeah. no title for it, no other details. But it's going to be the next big Assassin's Creed game, right? Your next Valhalla-style thing. Um, uh, I am curious. I believe it's 2024. Yeah, but it, some some folks thought it might be even after that, like 2025, 2026. But that's what I was way, thinking. The way that they're hiring some of the job listings, it looks like it's for a game that's going to be releasing next year. So who knows? Mm. Um, it might not, but I'd love that for a fall 2024 release. That'd be great. Um, there were a bunch of rumors that now been confirmed for the Mortal Kombat 1 DLC roster. Listen to this list of fighters. Some of these names I don't recognize, but some of them I think are hilarious. So we got Quan Chi, Omni-Man, Ermac, Takeda, Takeda, uh, Peacemaker, and Homelander are both going to be joining uh, Mortal Kombat 1. So those are your DLC fighters that they've announced in a new trailer. Homelander would make sense. That would be kind of cool. I guess Peacemaker too, right? Based on... Yeah, I only um, saw five characters. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six listed in the you can't trailer. see John Cena. You can't see John Cena. It's an <laughs> internet joke. Oh, I get it now. I did. Are you sure? About I get it now. I get it. <laughs> you sure about that? Uh, <laughs> Omni Man, this is my last uh, ditch. Uh, not last, but one of my uh, pleas for uh, everybody to watch Invincible because that's what Omni Man is from. Right. Yeah. No. He's 
incredible. No, I, I plan on watching it. No, I, I totally <laughs> he, well, there's the one season, know. right? There's only one so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I literally have awesome. never heard anybody sure, who's actually sure. watched it say anything bad about it. Like, oh, seriously. yeah, no, of yeah. course, of course. It's, an, it's, it's just it blew me away. The first episode, what, what is this? Will end with end with a cliffhanger Amazon that makes Prime. you go, "What?" And you have to keep watching. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's just that's the frustrating thing with like animated it's the, shows. It's, the, it's like it's basically like, the boys animated, but maybe not as like yeah, vulgar yeah, and gross, but much. like uh, it's, as yeah, violent. It's maybe. Yeah. But it's just it's like when it's violent. so when it's yeah. so good, and then you have to wait for X amount of time because it's animated, so they have yeah, to draw. Dude. Not only you know? that, uh, season yep. two is split into two parts because the animation is taking so long. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, it's the same sure. thing with Arcane Man. Like Arcane is one of my favorites. Yeah. They only hired one person to draw everything. Yeah, pretty much. So Limited Run Games are doing really good work. They're doing God's work over there at Limited Run Games, trying to make sure that we don't lose access to the old games that are classics we grew up with, PS1 and some in some cases previous. They've got two collections they just recently announced, the Gex Trilogy being one of them, going to be putting that trilogy out for modern consoles. Uh, oh, I didn't realize that was them. Okay. That triggered uh, Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there were three releases. There was 1995's okay. Gex, and then 98, they had Gex Enter the Gecko, which is the one I played. And then 99 the was... one I played, yeah. Same here. Uh, 99 was Gex 3, Deep Cover Gecko. I never played that one. Um, but they're all coming to the Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox, and Steam. Um, using this Can thing I called... something? And I, I don't mean anything yeah. negative by it, but those games aren't good, right? Yeah. Like, they were never... Like, they were always they're perceived o- as kind of being, like, bad, okay. like, mascot games, like... Yeah, they're fine. Okay, mm-hmm. I never yeah. heard about it. Just, it's 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 interesting, but I'm also happy that they're coming back because I know sure. game you know exactly. collections are hard to to keep you know relevant and stuff like that, and games are aging all the time. So I I'm always happy. Was, I think it was limited on games that said 86 percent of video games, like of like classic ones, yeah. are on the verge of being like kind of lost forever if we don't do this yeah. kind of thing. Well, so hey, all everybody out there, if you guys emulate, you're now historians. So seriously, yeah. like, not, like, not, say, not like, Nintendo's eyes. <laughs> no, who cares? I don't care. Like you guys, like are holding relics of the past that shouldn't exist anymore, and like make sure you're Good saving point. those files, everybody. Seriously, download Good and point. save. That is why it's kind of annoying with Nintendo, like how they're just so like. I mean, they're taking they take people to court. Like and I would understand Nintendo more if they had their own. Like we already right. have that collection or that. Right. Or, you know, they don't. Game. That's the end. Yeah. You, you're yeah. really relying on people out there to hang on to their cartridges, which have a shelf life. You know what I mean? If people aren't cleaning those all the time, it's right. like that. They're going to copperize and like you're never going to yeah. be able to like play those games anymore. And they taste save awful. those files, guys. Download <laughs> them and save them. <laughs> and they taste horrible. Uh, another, pirate. Yeah. another collection that they announced um, is this 30th anniversary of the Jurassic Park film. They announced the collection of games. I think it's just two games but maybe multiple versions of them because they came to nes game boy and super nintendo i think i got that right so but they're also going to make physical editions of this and some of the dude some of the uh special editions are crazy they can cost up to 175 bucks and it can include anything from like little models of the cartridges to actual functioning versions of the cartridges that are like some of them look like they're set in amber they're amber colored of course from the jurassic park world get it um but they're doing they're going way above and beyond with all kinds of like booklets and and all kinds of additional collector stuff. So if you're really into Jurassic Park and the games and kind of like early 90s gaming, at least give it a look. Like if you like a collection of stuff, this is uh, kind of interesting. Now, if they had had some kind of T-Rex or Raptor statue, they might have actually gotten me to do something yeah. that collector's edition. But another good it, example of games that probably no one thought about or right. had yeah. no way to play any other way until someone was like, hey, let's uh let's remake this. Or not remake it, but put it in a collection. Right. So Yep. 
I hope this continues to be a trend, regardless of how bad, old, or whatever the games are. You know, just keep yeah. on pumping these out. I agree. Yep. I think the uh, um, the game releases in mid-October, because the pre-orders end on October 15th. I assume that's when the game releases, but I'm not sure on the release date for those. Um, there's this rumor that this new Borderlands collection could be on the way. It's from South Africa's Film and Publication Board. They leaked this uh, new Borderlands collection. Gamatsu spotted the ratings body that classified the Borderlands compilation Pandora's Box for PC and consoles, which would be a new collection. We've had the Handsome collection. What would this um, collection be? I, I don't know. Would it include... I, would, I would maybe Tiny Tina and 3 are in it. Maybe. Because yeah, like all the other games and, and the maybe. two new ones. Yeah, yeah maybe. It's dumb. Yeah, you can pretty easily get all of those games on modern-end consoles with no problem. So for super weird, cheap on a sale. Yeah, too. what a weird collect. Yeah, and they're probably going to sell this for seventy bucks or something like that. So right. it's like you could piece all those games together today for under fifty. I bet. So agree. Sure. I thought this was kind of interesting, just because we've talked battery life before. To me, that's the biggest negative for the Steam Deck, which I've been putting a lot of time into the Steam Deck. Is the battery life is just not great. Uh, it works mm-hmm. for some for some indie games. I can get several hours of playtime in, put it in sleep mode, and then fire it up again and keep playing a little bit. But Are most you turning ki- your screen brightness down? Yeah. Yeah, I do all the different little tricks to try to get the battery life to last longer. But if I'm playing, like when I played Days Gone a little bit this past spring on there, I played probably three or four hours of Days Gone on my trip and really enjoyed it. I put it in sleep mode, and when I tried to turn it back on, the battery was at zero. Like, it was like at 50% maybe when I put it in sleep mode. And then it was just dead. The battery was at zero. I had to plug it in even to use it again. And that was just the next day. So I don't know what it's doing in sleep mode. The battery life just isn't great. Um, for as much as I love the Steam Deck, um, battery life is not great. So this new EU regulation uh, that just passed recently, as of 2027, so we've got a few years that this goes into effect, it's possible that handheld devices including gaming handhelds might have to have replaceable batteries batteries you can access and then buy a replacement part and replace um, because of this kind of thing there's lots of this is basically regulation that avoids allowing companies to create a battery that purposefully gets bad battery life forcing you to buy a whole new device after a certain amount of time which has always been a joke i've had about like apple for example when a new say, version can this law pass for phones, please? It, it would be part of phones and it would be all handheld devices. Phones, all handheld devices, tablets, awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it wouldn't be till 2027. And then from then on, it would only be for newly manufactured devices. It wouldn't be all old ones, obviously. Um, but I'm interested in this one. Like, I think they should allow you to just be like, hey, I'll spend 60 bucks to replace my battery. I'm three years in. I don't want to buy a new $500 thing, but it's I'll pay. The only reason I ever upgrade is because my battery just stops. That's pretty much it, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't really care about new bell and whistles for phones. I don't really use my oh, phone agreed. to game or anything. needs to read emails. That's what it needs to do. Make yep. phone calls. <laughs> yep. Um, play some solitaire. That's about it. Yeah, play some solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I thought that was interesting. I, I do hope that that is something that kind of is worldwide, not just in Europe. But anyway. Um, all right. Almost there. Almost done. We're, we're moving quick here. Blizzard has announced that they're going to make a selection of their PC games available on Steam. If you're familiar with Blizzard, that's a pretty big deal because they've got their Battle.net launcher that you have to use for everything. You can't get any of their games on other platforms like Steam. It's going to start with Overwatch 2 on August 10th, which is a pretty <laughs> big one. Uh, but yeah, it I, is big, but like, that game is not doing I don't well care at all. It. I know. I don't care about it that much. <laughs> I was hopeful when I saw this headline that Diablo 4 was coming to Steam. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Uh, but no, that's not happening. Dang. Um, s- similar to Epic Games, you can, there are workarounds to get Battle.net games working on your Steam Deck. It's the yeah. same kind of thing, though. You have to go into like some yeah. of the developer mode stuff and do some finagling. 
Um, but anyway, the idea is over time, they want to have other games from their library come to Steam. I don't know what's taken so long or what they're holding back on. It could be that kind of thing where they don't want everyone to play Diablo 4 on Steam. They want them to play it on Battle.net for some reason. I, I don't know exactly what it is. Um, but anyway, they're going to start bringing some of those over to Steam, they said. And weirdly, we haven't heard anything about what specifically, unless they've announced it and I missed it in the last couple of days, Call of Duty 2023 still doesn't have a specific title announced or we don't really know what it oh, is. Oh, yeah. That's the, uh, the trial kind of leaked the release date already, so that's what I'm going off of. Wasn't so there not the trial, s- but like the paper, but whatever it is, the 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 evidence or whatever yeah, yeah, that you yeah. want to call it. That yeah, were so in the, the FTC thri- trial. All the reports are, including that, all the reports are pointing to it being a continuation of Modern Warfare, so possibly mm-hmm. just Modern Warfare three. Yeah, they uh, had like a date of November tenth for Modern Warfare three. Yeah, yeah, and also it seems to be somewhat confirmed when they said that their operators' weapons and bundles carry forward into this year's entry, although they didn't name the entry yet. Oh. So if that's hmm. going to happen, yeah, that's then actually it probably cool. is in the same universe and same time setting, you would think. But mm-hmm. I anyway. smell reused assets. <laughs> oh. And they're saving, saving the money. Saving those resources. <laughs> huh? uh, no, I, I think directly I, it's getting to the next part issue. of the story that they set up at the end of the last uh, Modern Warfare. Like, we're getting into, like, the good part of the story, you Dude. know, with this next entry. So about people are get, only playing for the story like me. Sad. Yeah, it's about to get sad. They're about to speak no Russian, maybe. Um, so yeah, we're we're uh, it's gonna be a good time. I hope so. Obviously. Yeah, I really enjoyed the last campaign. Me too. I thought it was. I thought it was completely outstanding. I, there were moments in it where I was just Still like, "Still haven't is, played two. So I've only played the yeah, one point. I haven't either. Yeah, it's it's a good campaign. I I did play some of the online, but like that's again, that's not what I'm there for. So I'm there for the campaign. And last but not least, uh, this is kind of a funny-looking game if you go look at it, but Skull Island Rise of Kong game has been announced. And I went to watch the trailer for it, and I was like, this doesn't yeah. look very good. It looks game. terrible. I right. made so it I'm intrigued. I was now watching it, and I was just like, "How? why are they making this? <laughs> <laughs> now, if they were to say, hey, this is actually a port from a PS2 game, I'd be like, oh, got it. Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> from a PS2. In, in fact, the, the, the King Kong game on right, 360 that launch yeah. looks better than the yeah. game. Yeah. So, Dude, what yeah. the fuck is this? It's yeah. really bad, yeah. Now, yeah. the idea like of a, a the idea of like a, a third-person action-adventure game as Kong, like that part yeah. of it. Conceptually, it sounds good, and then I saw. I'm into that. Yeah, looks like a mobile game. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, this has to be like a mobile game that they're they're also putting on like consoles or something. Putting on on every console and on PC. So yeah, Yeah, hey guys, don't buy it. This is shovelware. Don't buy it. It's shovelware. Ugh. And it's and it's slated for this year. So how it looks now is how it's gonna look when it launches. Yeah, that's nice. So we can rely on it. Yep. 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 All right, well, let's uh, wrap things up with some quick hits. Uh, we'll start with Birthday Boy. Anything you've been playing or watching the last couple weeks that you want to highlight that you're pumped about? Uh, the thing I've been playing the most, weirdly, I, I went back to Theatrhythm and put like 15 mm-hmm. hours in that over the course of the week. Um, nice. That was really good. I really, I, I'm really enjoying that game, and the the beats are good. I think 16 put me in the mood to be like, I want to keep the party going just in a different way. So I've been playing that. I won't spend too long. Does it have 16 content? Not yet. What's that? Uh, no, but I, it, I, I feel like you have to, right? Right. You have I to get so. Final Fantasy They're totally going to. At some point, they, yeah, you know? they got to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, because there is DLC, right? So There or, is, or, yeah. Or they're on, they're on like, DLC. volume two of their DLC right now. Okay. So they've been slowly pumping it out. Um, okay. Hopefully I'm really do, enjoying the it. The tunes you know? in 16 are amazing. And it'll be yeah, fun, fun, hit... to have those, fun to have those characters, too. Yeah, yeah Torgo. I like right, Torgo. Right. You hit buttons. 
And that's the whole game. There's nothing to talk about. I'm just enjoying it. It is uh, fun. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, the only uh, that's really the only other thing I was playing besides some of the stuff we already talked about, like Remnant and stuff like that. Uh, I did just see a movie uh, or a couple movies. I won't spend too much time on them. I did see um, The Flash. I that was I thought it was fun. You know, um, download it. I don't know. Don't don't go see it in theaters. <laughs> don't support that movie. But uh, <laughs> uh, but I thought it was a I thought it was a fun movie, and uh, Michael Keaton was great, and the girl they got to play Supergirl was a lot of fun too. Um, okay. Nice. She was just cool. Um, Everything not the Flash is what you're saying. I, yeah, I, I I think some people I don't know. I just don't like that guy. And yeah. there's two of them in this movie, and I just didn't like yeah. one of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they like, yeah. and they it, like and one plays the serious man, and then one doesn't. Sure. And I hate. I just hate the whole concept of it. Some of the like, jokes really worked for me, and then some of them made me go, "This yeah. is why I don't like the actor." This no, I, I laughed like, too yeah. at some of the jokes yeah. that I didn't think I'd laugh at, but. Um, and I had fun with the movie. I had I have more positive things to say yeah, than negative. Same, uh, yeah, the same, CGI yeah. is the worst I've ever seen in any movie ever. Like yeah. it's awful. A, a movie this size, I mean. Obviously, I've seen yeah. more CGI before, but sure. like for and a movie mo- this big. Recent movies, yeah. 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 It was really something. I was I was pretty it, upset. It made by a lot Thor: of it. Love and Thunder look like a visual masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are some times where they CG'd Ezra Miller, Which and you have not. that guy. Like I don't. You're, why are you, why are right you CGing there. Why did you him? Like, him? he's on set. Like, whatever. He was off on the side really watching did this. did fake him for, for like, the, the, the double. Did him for, like, a lot of it? He'll be yeah. like, you can see it's fake behind his mask. And I'm like, why did you? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, anyway, it, it's fun enough. If y'all catch it for free, like, man, it, that's, it's a good time for sure. Michael Keaton is totally worth the price of admission. And it gave amazing. me a little bit of faith because this is the director that's doing the new Batman movie. He handled Batman really well. I am. I feel good about him doing a Batman movie. So. Right. Right. Exactly. I love Michael um, Keaton, man. I love that guy. Too. He's Dude, so good. He's so Batman good. Beyond movie when? Like, come on. And he should be mm. it. He should play. Yeah. Fruit, yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. that would be amazing. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Please have that happen. Uh, and the yes. only other movie I saw was the one that released today. Uh, was uh, Tyrone was cloned, or they t- cloned Tyrone, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Tyrone, hey Tyrone, it. he got cloned. Oh what man, is, I thought what? it was so dumb, and I really enjoyed it. I thought, <laughs> yeah, I thought it, it was just... so enjoyable, dude. Right? It was like it was kind of funny, like Black Dynamite, and the like we're satiring black exploitation, but also it's a sci-fi movie, and also it's a uh, huh. you know a movie. It's it's so many genres that they blended together, and I thought that it was actually really well done. Yeah. And I, I was I was laughing through most of it. And Jamie Fox is such a star, dude. He's so hilarious so in this movie. In movie. Yeah, he's got some of the greatest lines ever. And yeah, everyone, you know, uh, Finn is always just gonna to be thin to a lot of people but dude this guy completely dissolves into this role um of, yeah, of this character yeah. where dude, Fontaine, if people yeah. think he's only thin they need to watch like attack the block or that one where he's, amazing thank you tim what's that one where that he's living in his car with his son um I forget what it's called, but that one's really good. Where um, they, I, I highly recommend one from last year called Breaking, where it's like a Denzel John Q movie, and he's holding up a bank of like two employees just to oh. get his like paycheck. Oh, okay. uh, the, the VA is like screwing him on a paycheck or something, and mm. he's like, "No, you told yeah. me you'd pay whatever," and it's like the dollar story. amount's very minimal, but the movie is so intense and it's true. And he he's so intent, like he's just so good in the movie. He's great. He's, he's a great. star, man. Yeah, I, I you can watch that movie on Netflix. It's it's pretty good. It's goof. I don't know. I don't know what the mileage yeah, it's, is. It's a Black Mirror like it, type. It it's is. a it's a better Black Mirror episode than a lot of the new season. Let's put it that Ooh, way. There you uh, go. It is. Yeah, like there is some really high co- concept sci fi stuff, but it's uh, to me it's just never not funny. Like it's so tough. Yeah. No. It's time, it's. Yeah absurd and i did not expect Kiefer sutherland in the movie like on any level no like, me neither yeah, I, I, had, I had to check like multiple times that that was him too yeah, yeah. Uh, 
and he plays such a racist asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it is really something. Yeah. Like oh, you everything. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying Big Boss is in it? Yeah. He, yeah. And he just plays. He plays boss. not Big Boss in it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean that. I apologize. I take no, it back. It's right. already out there. Too late. Uh, all right. That's cool. It. That's it for me. Yeah. Nice. Um, Dan, uh, Jeff, actually, and then we'll get to Derek and then Dan and myself. So Jeff, what oh, else? What else you got going well, on? Before watching Diablo's playing? new season and Remnant came out, I uh, played the first few chapters, levels, whatever you call them, of Devil May Cry Five because I was yes. craving, I was craving that action style. One of us. One what'd, of you, us. what'd you think? <laughs> Gotta get it. It's so one. good, dude. Uh, the action is like. So good. There's so many options that I feel like I'm not doing enough, but like it's Same. it's never not fun. Yeah, right. know, that's exactly that's the great part is like I'm having fun yeah. the entire time, even though there's like you can do this or you can do this or you can do this. You know, there's so many button combos to choose from. Mm. Um, and yeah, it just feels really good. Uh, and I assume you favorite. just unlock way more. So cool you do you unlock way more. Because yeah, there's you start a, out with the there's the a cutscene that then introduces yeah. a new yeah. weapon altogether later in the game that I was like, are you, this is yep. a weapon? Yep. Yeah. Are you kidding me right I already now? Know it's what you're so talking good. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think uh, that's what's kind of missing from 16, even though I still think the, the gameplay is like phenomenal, is like I, I kind of wish Clive had like maybe a couple more weapons just so it kind of felt like yeah. he was doing something a little different. You know what I mean? Maybe like I when think, he when he had like the electricity guy, like he had a spear also, like maybe he would admit yeah. that would have been kind of cool. Or like yeah, yeah. daggers or like an axe or yeah, something. Right. You know? And that's where something like Devil May Cry really shines with all it the does, yeah. Well, it feels so monumental when you get a new weapon, even though you may not use it. You know, because you're like, ah, I'm used to kind of like my sword and yeah. like pistol setup. Uh, I'm in my. You want to try it because it's so yeah. cool, you know? And right. maybe you get hooked and maybe you don't. And all it takes is one move. You're like, look at that slam move. Okay, I got to try this now. Yeah, I got to yeah. try that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, before I even played the game, I watched a YouTube recap of like the story and. Sure. Uh, and it That's was, like, I... not long because there's not a lot of crazy <laughs> stuff happening that Long you're like, I can't wrap my head around this. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not too wild until they get to, like, I think four was, like, the most in-depth story that they showed in the in the video it was the longest three, it's pretty in-depth because it's actually yeah. so it's it's interesting because it's a prequel but there's like it's a lot of like the actually stuff yeah three took up the most time and then when they got the four it was very cinematic and like yeah yeah, yeah three the brother two. story and three but that three. helped at least help me contextualize who the people were that i was nice yeah. Yeah. right yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that was what i was concerned with and who they're what their dynamic is and stuff like that yeah. i didn't yeah, really story, care about story while story. interesting in that game i would never be call it like great but like yeah. that game is more vibes than story for sure yeah and it's like hey look how rock very, roll this is very comedy uh, yeah. exactly I think my very favorite devil may cry story is actually dmc the game everybody hates that game's so. great dude that game's great I, the story I, of that game is great yeah, i yeah. do not understand why people disliked that game because his hair was black it was my favorite it was <laughs> my favorite not. that's sure. what it really boiled down to it's not, sure. it's not dante Mm, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, well, if you play to the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> also, yeah. spoiler: showed... the hair turns white. When they uh, yeah, first the showed his uh, <laughs> his character, he looked way more emo, and I think that bothered people. But then, I like, think, I think there was a complete out. design flaw for people. Absolutely. Yeah. Where is that yeah. in the timeline? Is that between like three and four? It's a, it's 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 not. It's its own. Yeah. Thing, not canon. You know? Yeah, it's I didn't watch own, a video with that. And that was Ninja Theory. Mm. So that was your hell hell. Got it. Uh, I never played that one. That one's good. It's oh, really good. It's so on sale good. on Get Steam on all the time, PC, and it's Steam Deck verified. So and play it. It's so yeah. Good. All right. It's really good. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff, do you think you'll keep playing that, or was it more like just a test? No, nah, that was more of like an in between games thing. And then this week is pretty busy with new releases for me, so um, I don't. 
I'll try, but it's on PC and it looks amazing. Um, so other ones, uh, oh yeah, no other games. So movies and shows, I, I'm almost done with rewatching Veep, and this is just one of the funniest shows ever made. Um, if you liked the name calling and like bitterness of all the people in Succession. Just watch Veep, because that's what all Veep is. Like, it, and it's just a comedy version of it. Like, it, Succession has some drama in it, along mm. with the comedy. This is just a straight comedy, and it's it's all about the most vapid people in politics, and, and which you could argue is all politicians. But at this point, but it really does like sat not satirize, but it certainly mocks them in a way that's like they only care about perception, not about getting anything done, and um, and just the way they talk to each other. And the nicknames that are so inappropriate to call each other in a in a workspace, <laughs> I highly recommend this show. Um, yeah, it, it would be worth even watching again as soon as I finish it because it's just so freaking funny and quotable. Uh, and movie wise, I'm on a 4K UHD kick, especially yeah. after Blu-ray specifically after uh, Amazon Prime Day like two weeks ago or whatever, a week yeah. ago. Week and I so I bought like like you guys did, like Derek and Kyle did, like I bought a bunch of Blu-rays. And um, I already had a Blu-ray player. Uh, and so, like, it was just, like, I just needed to rebuild my library. And it wasn't until I think Kyle did a, more of a deep dive than I did about the what Blu-ray quality is compared to streaming. And I didn't realize that 1080p Blu-ray is better quality visually than streaming 4K. Like, that's insane to think about. Yeah, we all got a crash course in what actual right. compressed media And is that made me go, well, I guess, <laughs> you know, I guess I'm just going to stick with this then, because, uh, yeah. yeah, now I have I, a I, like, This library. is, like, the first time in a long time I felt like a snob about technology, where I'm like, yeah. I'm never going to watch a movie streaming ever again. You yeah, know, exactly. Like, yeah, so now I'm kind of looking side. around at all these disgusting regular people streaming. I won't watch Mando Season 4 until it's on Blu-ray, you know, whatever. You know, I watched... Uh, I rewatched Inside Out, which is in currently in my top four on uh, Letterboxd for favorite movies. Mm. Uh, it's I just think it's a masterpiece. It just it's an amazing it movie. I love that movie. Fucking yeah. floors me every time I watch it. Um, then Inception, uh, Apollo thirteen, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, and then I watched the Planet of the Apes, the Caesar trilogy, um, which is like probably my second or third favorite trilogy of all time. It's it's up there. It's it's so good. Freaking masterful. It has no right to be that good. Yeah. It's about monkeys, yeah. It should about, not yeah. be that good. Yeah. <laughs> monkeys. Like the original ones were kind of goofy, right? Like they yeah, they tried to look serious, weird. And, and, and these are like Remember the Mark Wahlberg one? drama, like yeah. like, cry, like war <laughs> like, dramas, you know. Yeah, I actually yeah. kind of liked yeah. the Mark Wahlberg one even though people mostly hate it. I was like that's kind of fun though. Uh, no. Yeah. No, not good. I okay. When did that one <laughs> it was. I didn't know. Still I didn't know till later. I wasn't supposed to like it. I like, yeah, oh, yeah, I, mean, that, uh, yeah I, I feel bad that people stole the magic from that movie for you. They still used, <laughs> it at that magical. point. They used um, ape outfits like the old '60s, like right. '70s trilogy or uh, five movieology, whatever you call that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this I. It's just from the beginning, the CG is amazing. Like from the beginning, the, the, oh, the okay. Rise of the Planet of the Apes came out in 2011. And his face, Caesar's face, even though he's like five or eight to eight in that movie, his face still looks expressive. You, you see the Andy Circus of it when he starts to get more serious and oh, human. Yeah. 
Like, and also, then he's Don, younger, and he's, he's very scared and confused about everything that's happening, like yeah. the attack on the neighbor and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting exactly. how he's involved with two of the greatest trilogies of all time. <laughs> yeah, is, exactly. he, is he the yes. magical ingredient that everyone's missing? Yeah. There you go. And then, um, <laughs> wasn't he the one that was married to Kate Beckinsale, too? So he's pretty awesome, if no, that's true. No, I don't remember that. I don't was he? I think he was. I think Andy it was it, either him or I'm thinking of somebody else, but I think she was, he was married like, to that director machine. guy that did Underworld. Yeah, yeah, but I think Andy is before her before him oh i don't know hold on all about that dude well, i mean shout out, Kate, shout out to pretty rad Kate though if that's true Kate then, yes. yeah that she's would amazing. first of all be that she has bad taste which he's already proven but also <laughs> that he's Davidson, pretty freaking yeah. alpha <laughs> if he's gotten kate beckinsale and then he's in two amazing trilogies i love that I andy circus can that do either. that kind of stuff and he's a director and then he does like uh and he's in the marvel movies with the guy with one arm and he's just crazy like, claw, like claw, I, yeah. I, I love that guy man yeah. Oh my God! That scene in Black Panther where he's like, "What is love, baby? Yeah. Don't hurt me." I know. It's so freaking stupid. I know. Um, I and yeah. uh, Dawn, uh, the second movie in the in the Age trilogy is probably up there. Like, I think it's in my top one hundred favorite movies of all time. It's just amazing. Like, it's just a near. I think I even gave it five stars. I'll just call it a masterpiece because it's like yeah. every piece of that movie is so critical to the story every little piece even the slow moments like they build up great tension in that one yeah and then the beginning and the beginning opens with his eyes and the ending of it opening on his or closing on his eyes and like just dude the clearly uh, a cyclical the scene movie. where the scene where koba is kind of performing for the soldiers was so intense and so yeah. well done you know that actor is like the guy from toby the entire, kebble yeah toby kebble he was yeah. the guy from the entire history of you black mirror uh, uh, he's also in World of, War- the World of Warcraft movie. World of yeah, he's unfortunately everyone's in that movie. favorite oh, yeah. fantasy movie. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. I forgot that's a movie. Yeah, that's yeah. A movie. remember that guy. He's remember incredible that? as I'm Koba, still for that sequel. You know? He's yeah. so yes. good as Koba. Yeah. Like yeah. Koba was yeah. terrified. Like that whole scene was scary because I was like, you guys don't know what this human, what this walk. Oh my yeah. god, and his face like oh. oh. That was so good. Oh the second one's gosh. the best one, right? I mean, not to Absolutely. say the third one's awful, right? But I, I like, like the third one the best, but the second one's amazing. I like yeah. the third one a lot too, but yeah, the second one, there's something. I, just, I think I loved, I loved the something about the the way the story came to an end. But I also loved Woody Harrelson's character and that I whole arc that too. he had. So like, I, I like that. I like the third one the best, but the second one is undeniably amazing for sure. Yeah, I like the third one more. The se- first time I saw it, I came out of the theater. Kind of going. That's not what I expected out of a war movie. Um, I didn't expect it to be. If you ever the saw second Bridge one, on the, felt more like if a you, war. If you ever saw Bridge on the River Kwai, uh, oh yeah, or Rescue Dawn, as Kyle pointed out in chat, like it's pretty much a prisoner of war movie, and it follows a lot of the same plot beats as River Kwai, especially where they're literally building something as prisoners of war. Like it, they're literally doing that. Um, so I was just not expecting that type of pacing. But then when I watched it again with expectations readjusted, it's kind of like Derek talks about with his philosophy with certain games when he replays them. He's like, okay, expectations are readjusted. Maybe I'll like this more. Sure enough, I love the movie yeah. now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like you said, Woody Harrelson's a big part of that. You know, He's awesome. Yeah. He's, so He's good. incredible. Nice. I love seeing the, uh, the 4K movie rush that you guys are going through. Derek, yeah. you've got a few of those, maybe some other games. Any other quick hits you wanted to highlight? Yeah, I... I I, uh, as far as what I've watched so far, I've been focusing more on stuff I have never seen before, although I've bought movies that I have seen before lately. Um, first was Blade Runner 2049, or 2049. Um, I enjoyed that way more than I thought I would, because when it came out on HBO, I believe, I think I started and I was like, this is not a Derek movie, and I never went back to it. Um so only reason I bought it is because it was super cheap. 
I was excited about getting the 4K Blu-ray player as well. And then um, Kyle and Jeff were talking about how good it was. I was like, well, if I don't like it, I'll just blame them, movie. and it's a waste yeah, of $10. I'll, I'll harness that blame, because I'll just be like, well, he just doesn't like good movies. And... Yeah, well, I know yeah. you guys are just saying I have bad taste. I've, I've, I've learned to live with it. Um, but next on my hit list is actually a movie I have seen a gazillion times, but I haven't seen it in probably over 20 years, and that was Heat. So it's funny, oh. like, watching it and going... One of the best reactions. Yeah, I remember stuff, but dude, I don't remember a lot of this. I didn't um, remember the great ass quotes from that movie until I watched it again. I was like, Pacino said the thing. Like, that's yeah, the yeah, that's yeah. my. Yeah, that's I always my actually think that's thing. in a different movie. And right. Yeah. yeah. I thought that I'm was like, Devil's oh, Advocate. Yeah. yeah. That's not part like, of uh, this, Devil, you know, Devil's Advocate. That's this movie. <laughs> I think it's 28 years old and watching Pacino. Well, first of all, all the acting was really well done. But like yep. watching Al and going, dude, are you really saying this stuff to people? And the way he says it is so over the top, but he yeah. nails it. And he can go from, like, being, huh, I'm crazy, to, like, real normal and subtle. Um, really well done. I enjoyed that movie a lot. Um, yeah. And then I went to Alita next, which is that was actually the one I was most excited to watch, mainly because I'm an action guy, and I was just excited to see it on 4K, Blu-ray, um, I think it was Dolby Vision. Yeah, it was the first Dolby Vision movie I watched as well. Um, I enjoyed that as well. Uh, not as much plot-wise as I was hoping, but I mm, do think yeah. it's a good setup for the sequels. So I think they're really going to do it, too. James Cameron cool keeps saying yeah. we're doing it. I think it. they already announced it. Like, yeah. I think it's confirmed. <laughs> but there was a question because of I heard, I heard, multiple projects. I heard video games were on the table. and yeah. Well, I think, that, I think it would be perfect for video, video games. Video games is a no-brainer, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it was a really, really fun movie, and I could definitely see if they do actually put out the sequels, which, again, I think they were confirmed. I saw a post today, I think, in Unlocked. Um that I will go in the theater and watch it. I enjoyed it enough. Um, and now, currently, I'm working through Planet of the Apes trilogy. I've got through the first two movies. I'm an hour into the third one. I'm liking, so far, the third one the most. Uh, but I think I enjoy, the I enjoy the entire trilogy as a whole. I think it's cool to watch it back to back to back. Also, the, the cool thing today, watching yeah. it back to back to back is watching the improvements on the effects CG. and yeah. the way yeah, everything yeah. looks like he looks amazing look, by the third one it's like unreal. the first like, one's good but mm -hmm. you can see the leap going into the second one which came out three years later and then going into the third one which came out three years after that one i was like dude this looks legit like i think yeah, 17 yeah. is like the 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 year because Blade Runner 204090 or 2049 came out in 2017 as well. And that movie is talk about it like a masterpiece when it comes to like visuals. That movie is like stunning. A lot of that's in camera too and very real. It's very, yeah. Very I don't know how he, yeah. that movie is made of magic. I don't know. Have you met, have uh, you got to the part in War Planet of the Apes where you meet Bad Ape yet? He's like a new ape with the vest. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love that character so much. It's Steve Zahn, right? So you got the, the vest yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. that's Steve Zahn. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, you can tell with the voice when you like pick now, up. No, now that you've said it. Oh, yeah. 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 
So I'm really enjoying that. I, I did end up. I I told you guys I was done buying movies. I lied. I, <laughs> I, did I didn't believe I bought, like, I bought like ten more over the weekend. We didn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like right before my Prime membership went out. I saw that the uh, Star Wars sequel uh, trilogy was forty five dollars for all three of the movies. So I really want to rewatch those because I only saw. I've seen Force Awakens a few times, and I've watched the second one, I believe. The Last Jedi, I think I've watched it twice. But I've only seen uh, The Last Skywalker, or whatever it's called. Um, I've only seen that one. Rise of of the Snooze Skywalker. I've only seen that once, and I saw it in the theater. (laughs) So I I definitely purchased those. I ended up getting Frozen 2 and Frozen. So I'm just buying a bunch of movies. Anything uh, the Star Wars sequel movies in 4K are also considered some of the best looking movies on the market okay, right now. Good. Those those 4K renditions mm. and like if you That's if awesome. you watch them on Disney Plus like I have like you're gonna see the difference instantaneously with the amount of like color vibration uh you know vibrancy and everything like that. Mm. Yeah, and, if you have the right screen sound. to display it, I'm assuming. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's got, I'm pretty sure he's got the same TV Jeff and I have. Yeah. I'm not using the same TV you guys have. I have it. I own it. It's in a box being unused. I'm box? using my 8K TV, but it has Dolby Vision and Dolby. Sweet. And right. then I have my surround sound, which is Dolby Atmos. Um, so those are the movies I've been watching. I'm going to nice. keep watching movies. I've been enjoying just tearing up some movies. It really is fun watching all these movies on the 4K Blu-ray. It really does like pop out. It looks really good. Um, as far as playing, I've been playing older stuff. We we went over Remnant 2, so I won't go over that. But just the main two games I've been playing is uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. I jumped into my Xbox Series X playthrough. I played the game at launch. I played a lot of it, but now I'm going to actually try to finish it. So I'm more than halfway through it. I, I wanted to play this because I'm itching for SOCOM. And if you go and you Google... Game really good games that are like SOCOM. You'll get a lot of PC games, but a lot of them are PvP. That's not why I like SOCOM. I want PvE. Um, Ghost Recon keeps popping up. I'm like, dude, you're dumb. Like you, you own these games. Why have you not been playing them? So I've decided I'm gonna beat Wildlands or try to. And then I also downloaded on my PC breakpoint which with all the updates to breakpoint breakpoint is basically wildlands now yeah i heard they fixed um, that game completely like a year after you can it play out. it yeah you can play it yeah. the original way if you want which has like the loot system and all that or you can play it how wildlands was designed hmm. i beat wildlands and, i think that game's fantastic so. yeah, oh, yeah. Really i was razzing you a little completed, bit earlier but I, I think that game's awesome so i just completed a mission i'll just share this real quick that i thought was just funny because i like i like this type of stuff like so I did like six missions to locate this boss, right? You don't know where he's at. So you do these missions, and the final mission I did is I finally got his code to actually like locate his private like aircraft area where he does all his drug trafficking. And then now I have the code to actually call him in. So I go to the area, I use the code, and I call him in, and the copter's coming in. And as the copter's coming in, I look around, and I'm like, oh, there's a truck with a machine gun on on it. I just jump in the truck, grab the machine gun, and start gunning the copter. So before this guy even knows I'm there, before <laughs> he, I even see him, I kill him, and the mission's just over. So I had, like, all this buildup, and I just absolutely obliterate him in sure. 
in that way. And I love it because it reminds me of like that Deus Ex where it's just like, however you want to do this, dude, just do it. And so it's it's a really good game at doing that whole that whole sandbox. This is a sandbox game. Like it's like perfect for that. It's like like GTA controls with like SOCOM style gameplay. It's almost like Hitman too, where it's like you kill them however you want. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So nice. absolutely loving that. The other one that I am playing that I plan on beating because I'm really far into it is Scarlet Nexus. Um, oh, yeah. Absolutely love that game. Gameplay is so amazing. Story is actually really, really good. Like I get that the way they deliver the story is pretty terrible, but the actual story is really, really I'd good. I'd say it's more like underwhelming because it looks but, so good in other times like the story the story delivery right with this the kind of yeah. frozen comic book style it's yeah, not sure. bad it's more like yeah. underwhelming like i just wanted i just thought it, it was be- um i thought it was like a smidge too long especially yeah, because you have the the two-sided thing you're then playing as the other character and you're just you're you're playing like sort of the same thing right but yeah. from the different angles so well it's like- i get yeah and i agree with that my my more more my complaint is i'm okay with the length because the length isn't terribly long it's not like it's a 60 hour jrpg or something but it's the reusing of assets like you're literally going to the same areas there's nothing like interesting about any of those areas and Mm. you're just doing the same thing over and over so i think if they made a sequel because i apparently this one was actually pretty successful if and they did an anime if they create a sequel and really take the feedback, because I know I'm not the only person that's complained about the the areas being reused, being very boring and bland. If they'll take that criticism and actually address it and make it like cool, like areas, you don't have to make it open world if you don't. You want to keep it right. like like those type of levels. You absolutely can do that, but just make them more interesting and don't just reuse them over and over. Um, and I would agree. I think they should deliver the story better. I just didn't. I didn't really care for it. Yeah, and there's so true. many characters. So the way they're doing it, it's very confusing. A lot of the the characters, you, you don't get to know them really well because of the way it's done. So, but yeah. those are the games I've been playing. Um, I do plan on beating both of those. So I'm not going to let Remnant Two or any other game distract me. Those are going to be my mains, but uh, but the main thing I've been doing is watching movies. I've been nice. really enjoying movies. Yeah, I do like a good movie marathon in the summertime. That's pretty, that's pretty fun. Um, yep. Before nice. sports starts, once sports start, I'm done. I'm done with the 4K crap. I'm going to throw my 4K player out the window. <laughs> sure. uh, all right, Dan, what you been watching and playing that you want to highlight? Uh, so I finally saw uh, John Wick 4. Um, okay. And I, I know we were mentioning earlier, like the car scene or, you yeah. know, the whole scene that takes place with all the, oh my God, that seems ridiculous. Um, it really but, is. But just it's like, funny. I don't even know how they film stuff like that sometimes. I'm like the cor- the coordination that they're having to do with, with, with a scene like that is insane. There's so yeah. much going on, so yeah. much going on. Um, and it takes place, what is it, uh, where's that place in France? The Arc de Triomphe, or however you say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's quite, a, there's there, quite but... a backdrop for, for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, yeah, I, excellent movie. I I know I said in the chat, I was like, I, I think I think I like three more, but I also haven't seen three. Like, it's been, I think I watched it last year, so obviously I don't remember, gotcha. like, vividly. I think I liked it, because he, he does more, like, kind of globetrotting in three, right? 
I think he kind of goes maybe some, some more places. No, he goes. No, he I goes, wouldn't say more than four. Um, no, okay. You know, I thought. Uh, I thought he, he globe drops a lot in four too. So a ton. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, no. Th- I mean, it's not, it's by no means this this like a, a terrible movie whatsoever. No, this is I mean you're, you're picking. Trilogy. What, no, I mean, you said it was terrible. Those are four of the <laughs> greatest stunt stunt work movies of all time. You know. Yeah. It all really yeah, comes down to what your favorite stunt moment was. You know, um, collection of stunts. I'm just laughing because right, the exactly. idea of like if you don't love it. The same way I love it, then you hate it. Then you hate that, yeah, and I hate it. Um, <laughs> hate it completely. Shout out, shout out to Mister uh, yeah. Mister Nobody and his dog. Like I love that character. That oh, character is super cool. So um, and, and that dog send him off badass. into his own movie. I, I would oh, totally yeah. watch that movie. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they're doing that with um, what's her face? Um, which she hasn't appeared in any of the movies, right? But aren't they doing a spinoff Anna, for Anna Ballerina with Anna De Armas? Yeah, that, that beautiful, yes. that beautiful creature. Yeah, um, yeah Keanu's going to be in that one. He already. They announced oh, that a while ago. Sounds yeah, like yeah. Dan needs to watch the Barbie movie to learn some things. But go ahead, Dan. <laughs> yeah, stop objectifying I, I, women. Oh yeah, yes. You have you. homework this week, Thanks. Dan. Okay. You have homework. I have now. never objectified a woman in my entire life. Sure. Uh, check the tape. Right. Stop check the tape. Dan. Someone check the tape. Someone mute Ghostland over there. Ghost, I'm gonna Ghost take. Wilders. I'm gonna take all of the episodes, make a compilation of Derek's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of the things. It's gonna take you a while. Uh, no, but John Wick 4 is amazing. For anybody, for some reason, who loves action movies and hasn't watched any of these movies, like, what are you doing with your life? Like, I watch know, all of these movies. I hate you, you die. Um, they're fantastic. <laughs> I, I finally finished uh, Demon Slayer Season 3. Uh, holy shit. What, a, what an emotional roller coaster. Goddamn. Um, Did he slay some demons? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. he's played some feelings, I'll tell you that. Yeah, too. some feelings too. Um, <laughs> and the show is just so good at like, it's like, so there's like the the, the big bad boy demons, right? That Tanjiro go, uh, goes up against. And like, I love like, there's the moments like right before, like it kind of is like, either he definitely like kills them or like he maybe is about to. And it gives you like that quick, like kind of like um, backstory of that person, right? Like when yeah. they were a person, whatever. And like, it kind of like actually makes you feel bad about, you know, for them for yeah, a minute. Yeah. Like, In their a second. last moments, they show a glimpse of humanity always. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. We all just want to live at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's just and the animation is just so unbelievable in that show. In that the show, best in the biz. I, like mo- I, like anime movies usually don't get like yeah. budgets to look this good. Mm. I just can't believe stuff like this and Attack on Titan. They get their budget so big that they can actually yeah. spend it on the animation. I've heard po- you know? folks say that Chainsaw Man is also up there with visual. Chainsaw Man has amazing yeah. animation. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't watch that all the way through, but man, oh, that's yeah, a looker need- for sure. I need to watch that one too, but yeah, it's just there's, there's just such a great element of this one where it's it's I think it's like kind of that typical Kyle you say it a lot that that shonen thing of like the main character just being very like they're pure of heart and like you know yeah. it's just they're doing this that and the other good yeah, know, yeah, yeah. simple um, <laughs> but it's just, I don't know man I eat that shit up like it's just it just it feels good it's like this hero is just gonna triumph and and yeah there there's the stumblings and they go through some shit it's not like he's never like getting beaten down or anything like Tanjiro definitely deals with some stuff Hero takes so much damage it's crazy yeah yeah, yeah it's crazy. crazy absolutely um, yeah i'm glad you finished that that's a that's a good season yeah yeah it was fantastic i really i know it. we're reaching the end of the manga too so like there's not going to be too much more apparently this, so. which is yeah. awesome yeah we don't have to i wait. love it yeah please don't overstay your welcome yeah absolutely yeah, exactly exactly um rick and morty season four uh or not season four right season four no season seven i don't even know anymore it's I been on since season four for 10 years it's crazy season seven is the newest one right season seven or is it I, uh, I haven't seen the newest six. one. That's... Is it six? I wrote six four. Six is the one from last year. Okay, well then I'm an idiot. I wrote four. Six. Um, I watched that. You know, it's it's still fun. It's still enjoyable. It's, still funny, it's yeah. funny. It's still funny. 
Um, I hate that. Like, I hate that there's like an air of maybe like I feel guilty by saying that. Like, if, like if it's it's funny, it's funny. But like, Agreed. so many things ruin that show for so many people. That's sure. Hard to yeah. be, like, uh, was it Royland? Yeah. <laughs> all the behind the scenes stuff with Royland and all yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, which just allegations at this point, right? And that's probably all it'll ever be. We won't really know. Yeah, the case dropped. was thrown out. Yeah, the case so was like, thrown out. Yeah. All right. So it's never going to have a satisfying, you know, moral. But conclusion. I think they were just looking Agreed. for a reason to let him go because apparently he just wasn't well liked. So yeah, apparently everybody hated him anyway. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whether or not whether or not he did anything or not, he seems kind of like a dick. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and apparently yeah, think... he wasn't as creatively involved in the last like two or three okay. seasons, like as far back as two or three seasons. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, if they can, yeah, if they can kind of continue with like a an interesting, fun story, and if they can find voices that are pretty much on par and sound similar, then it's like it worked. That works I think out. They're right? going so. for sound alikes, whereas Solar Opposites cast somebody completely different with like a British accent, and it's actually like a joke in the, in one of the trailers. It's like sure. very fun. That's funny. Um, yeah. I think it's Dan Stevens who's doing the voice. Okay. Oh, the Beast himself. Wow. The, the beast. beast. Beauty and the the definitive Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Definitive. Um, the one everyone loved so much. That one. Yeah, and people can't stop talking about it. They love it so much. I took a, uh, while I was playing 16, I actually wasn't streaming at all because I just wanted to fully focus on Final Fantasy 16. Um, you lost all and your I just, fans. I came back last week and I was playing, I don't know if you guys have seen or heard at all of a game called Only Up. Does that sound Yeah, fun? I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that okay. platforming, you know, yeah, game. It, it, it's like up. this, like, weird platforming it like it looks it looks like rough around the edges kind of feels a little rough around the edges sometimes but yeah it's a platforming game where you're playing this kid and you're climbing up these structures but then there's also just like random objects that are just floating in the middle of of space so and and basically the actual end is like you're basically up near space essentially like so you're you're literally climbing up like this for a very long time unless you're trying to speed run it which apparently the speed run like time is like I don't know, like 33 minutes, which to me is completely bonkers. Uh, with a cheat, it's 44 seconds with a cheat. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I, I saw, <laughs> saw that where it just like they kind of Why get, does that even like, count? That's so annoying. It doesn't, yeah, know, yeah but the game doesn't know you're cheating because it's an indie um, game, so it counts right. the score anyways. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, really just describing it doesn't, like, it's just whatever, but like if you actually like sat there and just kind of watched it for a second, like it, 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 some of the inanimate objects, just, there's just books floating, like these small little books that you're trying to land on that's like pretty far away and you have to like maybe kind of like actually build up some speed and run and you have a slow-mo um you know freaking matrix slow-mo that to kind of make sure you're landing on something correctly but there's also a little bit of the physics where you might overshoot the book or bounce then, off of certain yeah or know, bounce services, off of things yeah. and and sometimes there's actually even some trolley parts where there was this one part where a t i was really high up i think i was about three-fourths the way up which i that was like three hours into the stream and this fucking t-rex came out of nowhere and Language. and i and I and I was like, oh, shit, where am I going? And then I, I basically didn't realize that I should turn back around and go back off the edge. So it, it shoved me off and I, I basically lost like over an hour of progress. And, yeah. and me falling literally was just like 30 seconds. So I fell for 30 seconds, but lost like an hour plus of, of progress. So um, it's kind of one wacky of those... game and it's all the rage yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I, I did. I did finish it. So I, I felt pretty. You did. did you get you got to the top? I did get to the top. I'm nice. I'm a pro gamer, pro gamer. So pro gamer, yeah. Pro gamer. Um, but then the main actual thing is uh, Chained Echoes. So I'm I'm finally playing Chained Echoes. Um, that game is phenomenal. Uh, the how far? Systems, how far in are you? Uh, almost 15 hours. It, it like around 13, 14 hours. Oh, okay. So you um, played quite a bit. 
Yeah, it's really great. Uh, visually, it looks great. Um, I, I always just thought there was something about it, the the look of it, when I remember seeing that first trailer when it was kickstarted. Uh, I was like, there's just something about this. I really like the, the pixel art of this game. Yeah. Um, but the combat system is really cool. It's got like a party swapping system, kind of like Final Fantasy X, but it's a little different where you're actually... So you have you can have four characters in the battle, but you attach one of the other you know uh, characters in your party that's not in the main party to like each individual. So like right now I have my four main, and then there's two other uh, off the screen characters um, attached attached to two of them. So I yeah, can swap like them in. Yeah. yeah, support characters exactly. So you can swap them in uh, when it's their turn, and it doesn't cost a turn. So it's just basically you swap them in, and then they can kind of go and do what they need to do. Um, and then there's an overdrive meter at the bottom. So it's uh, basically a lot of it is in yellow and then green. So when you're in green, you're in overdrive mode, and you do extra damage. And abilities cost um, half the amount. But um, you can then get into the red, which means that you overheat and you actually take twice the damage. Yeah, some but, some moves will bring that down. Some moves will move back up. So you just have to like yeah. balance what moves you're doing. On yeah, every every ability has like a little icon next to it. So there's a window that opens up once you're in overdrive. So you do the ability that matches the picture in the window and it it goes back towards the left. So it's it's kind of like this balancing act once you're in overdrive. It kind of forces uh, you to use to like mix up your strategies. Um, yes. Which I, which I did like that from the demo. So. Yeah. Which takes into account swapping characters because if the character you, you know, yeah. no one has that ability, then you're, you're needing to swap in somebody else. So, um, and the story cool. seems really interesting. There's some in, there's some political intrigue in there. It actually kind of reminds me of 16. It takes place on an island. There are kingdoms warring against each other. Uh, you know, think little things like that. So um, I, I'm really enjoying it. I think I think it's really great. I don't really have anything terrible to say about it other than like sometimes uh, cut scenes kind of cut in a little abruptly. So that's just more of like an editing issue. Like yeah. as I'm as I'm like running in. And like it's not like a smooth fade in and out. It just kind of suddenly cuts into a scene. Wasn't but, this like, made by like one guy? Um, I think it was one guy, but then yeah, he like outsourced. But he hired like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. musicians and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, like, exactly. He did all the like the game developing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, it's impressive. Yeah. Great it's job. Impressive, yeah. I bought it on the Switch, but I only played like thirty minutes of it. I think I it's still yeah. free on Game Pass too. So. It is on or, Game I'm Pass. I'm sorry, too. excuse me. It's just on Game Pass, not free on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. I was, gonna, I was gonna uh, roll you. I saw you. Derek's eyes turned red. You know, and I, <laughs> don't you don't you dare <laughs> don't say it's you free. Start. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you love retro, you know, 16-bit Super Nintendo era RPGs, like please do yourself a favor and play this. It's very very good. So. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. excited about the one that's coming out. DSRs? I mean, it's coming out on DSRs. Game DSRs Pass as well. Like, uh, yeah. 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 I, I got eyes of stars for that game. So. <laughs> yes. Well yes. done. Good one. Good one. All right. Let me just fly through these real quick. Um, Wonder Putt Forever. If you like little mobile games, like mini golf games, that's I would recommend that. Otherwise, don't bother. It's very mobile game style of like a little crazy little mini golf courses what is funny the little animations as it goes from like a circus scene to outer space to underwater to in a city like it's creative it's cool little animations but it's very much a mobile phone style of game uh atone the heart of the elder tree only played a little bit of it it's like a rhythm combat game rhythm puzzles where you have to like match the beat but the style of it kind of looks like the um i think it was called sword and sorcery where you got these tall thin like pixelated characters Super pixelated and old school. Very dark story, um, but it's also very r rhythm oriented. And I just wasn't really feeling 
uh, rhythm style of game. So I'm not going to play that much more, I don't think. Uh, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes, I've talked about that before, but Definitive Edition came out, and so I bought a copy on the Switch. My son really likes that game, and, and I do too. I've played it a few times. Um, super fun, little RPG puzzler. Uh, I think that game is awesome. And uh, also, I am like two hours into Bramble the Mountain King. Bramble. And that game is really good. If you like the limbo and inside and um, it, even if you liked just dark fairy tales and you don't necessarily need combat, you're like, I'm okay with just kind of traversing this a little bit and escaping from danger. Um, I thought that the dark fairy tale angle that it's taking on all this stuff is very much like Witcher 3 style, like the dark take on a on a fairy tale that you're like, that's not what I remember, but man, yeah. what a dark version of that. Like, holy crap. And so like this has that. There's several enemies you fight, several moments where there's a narrator telling you a story and it's clearly piecing together a bunch of kind of like old school fairy tales. Um, and they're very, very dark and very interesting. Um, I, I think it's fantastic. And by the way, it's weirdly beautiful. Like it's not like zoomed in. It's not the most impressive looking thing. The character models are, no, they're fine. The character models look like, but like to- weird toys. It's yeah. There's a scene when you first escape from, there's a number of times a massive trolls are looking for you. And there's one where you first escape and there's kind of sun. You walk into this field and there's deer eating, but they're a little out of focus because you're focused on this character and there's birds on the ground that'll fly away as you get close. I was like, this is absolutely gorgeous. Like the, the style that they chose for this is really, yeah. really pretty. Um, so are you on PC for that one? Cause that's where yeah. I played it. And I was yeah. like, look at these environments, dude. The yeah. background. I've several times kind of leaned back like, holy smoke. And the score is so oh, good. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. This is like, like it's definitely a, you're just moving from point A to point B across an environment. Don't go too slow or you might die depending on the scenario. Um, doesn't really take a lot of skill. It's not a game where you're going to upgrade anything at the most. You can find these little wooden figurines, but you're not going to explore. You're just trying to go through the outlined path for you. So it's, that's all that it is really. I get get, also from, don't get too attached brother. to cute things. There's a, there's don't get a, there's attached a, to any cute thing. Yeah. Because there's this moment where you're like helping these really cute gnomes. They're like babies. And then something happens and I'm like, how dare you game? Um, like I was just like, oh, that's, not, that's, shit. Not, that's not, so nice. don't play in front of my <laughs> wife. Yeah, it's, it's really it's messed dark. up. It's, it's dark. Very yeah. Truthful to you also get a little bit of like brothers vibes where there's like there's kids involved and it's a dark world and there's danger and violence all around them. So yeah. anyway. nice. I have that I downloaded, like, ready to play. I, I like it a lot. It's a nice change of pace because I am playing a ton of Final Fantasy 16 as well. I'm on the 61st out of 68 missions according to the Attack of the Attack of the Fanboy I think website that I was using as my kind of guide to gauge how far I finish it this week. Yeah, it might. Depends on how much uh, gaming time I get on the main screen. With summertime, kids are home all the time, and and so there's just not a lot of time for me to... And they're also up later than usual, so like their bedtime is later, so usually the family's using the big screen, and it's on, it's only on PS5, because thanks, Uncle Jimmy. Thanks for that. Yeah, um, sure. I wanted uh, to play it on PC, bro. He's that's why, that's why I've got... That's why I've got other <laughs> games on the side, like Dave the Diver gets more time than it normally would because because it's on PC. I put it on the Steam Deck or on my computer in my office. And then same with Dredge. I've been playing a lot of Dredge that I bought on sale. And oh, nice. uh, that game is so cool, man. But it's the same as Dave the Diver where there's just this great loop. Yes, it involves fishing. There's multiple indie fishing style games that have captured my <laughs> attention. Kind of strange. There's yeah, a whole market strange. for it now. I, I guess. Too, yeah. Yeah, but very strange. <laughs> 
It's so good, man. I've upgraded a ton. I think I've explored all but one of the... There's only like five areas. There's a little starter area, and then there's these like three... No, there's four all around. Almost like a five, like a, a number five on a dice. That's how it's laid out on the map. So I've explored three of those, and I've got one left. And it's just little missions. It's nothing crazy, but just going around and catching the fish. It's little timing-based games. You just push the button at the right time, for the most part, to catch your fish or to, to dredge for items. Then you go upgrade stuff. It's all very easy. It's not difficult. It's more just like I put on a podcast or some music and just kind of play. And I like it. I like the game a lot. It's very relaxing for me. I think it's super fun. So it does get spooky at night, too. They do a good job with the day-night cycle. Um, oh, yeah. sweet. I do. I start sweating, yeah, because, like, you can't see very far in front of me. <laughs> you can't so, like, see very like, far. I got to get back to, yeah, I got to get back to land to turn in yep. my, my bounty, you know? Yeah, I've got my I've got most of the ship fully upgraded and it's still super dark at night, even with the brightest lights available to you in the game. I'm still like still so can't see super it's well. Truthful to how it is at uh genuinely when you're yeah, out, I get, uh, yeah, at yeah, that's night. why they're like yeah. don't you really need there. to and like paying attention to the lighthouses, like that's how the only way you can get back yes. is pitch black. Yeah. You're like, Oh, yeah. I have to use this lighthouse. Now. I saw TikToks always a and I don't know why they keep showing up on my fear page because I'm like, I don't want to it's terrifying where uh people are like out in, in the ocean somewhere as part of their job or whatever, they're deployed for something and it's like dark, like it's it's nighttime, it's pitch black, and they were just like Somebody in the comments was like, shine a flashlight. I want to see what it looks like. And you can, it's even still, you only see the water that's like it, the two light feet just in front disappears. of you. Yeah. Light just disappears. Yeah, yeah, you see nothing. It's terrifying. It's yeah. pitch black. No, no, big no. Big no. Yeah, big pass. Agreed. <laughs> so, yeah, Dredge is a lot of fun. It's an, yet another one that's going to be on my short list of favorite indie smaller games this year. That it's going to be a really good list this year. It's, it's a great list like, of those yeah. games. It's a great yeah. list of like, the hey, I'm not trying to push for this on our game of the year list. Games this year are out of out of control. Yeah, Oxenfree 2. But because there's so many yeah. good ones, like we're going to actually be fighting on that. Not fighting, yeah. but like it'll actually right. be a conversation. You know, it'll actually be like a discussion. The, Whatever we're going to call it, like the doesn't stand a chance in the real game of the year discussion <laughs> list. Like whatever yeah. that list is called. Sure. <laughs> list, small games list. or It's yeah, small games, like right. Yeah, because we, we've said indie before, and then it comes back like, well, they're not really It's published yeah. by a bigger team. Well, whatever. Um, so anyway, and also just did uh, a lot of outdoorsy stuff this week. My mother-in-law was in town, so we've been doing a lot of outdoorsy stuff. Went camping with some buddies last week. So That's awesome. doing a lot of that, which is which is great. But that means I fall behind on a on the important things like gaming. So, so yes, that's the most important thing. Someone <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all right, well, that does it for us for this week. Uh, next week, I've got, I've got a couple games in mind, like, uh, like quiz games, like podcast games, because the next couple weeks are not totally quiet. Don't get me wrong. Don't be, don't be insulted. If something you're excited about is coming out in the next week or two, relax, but there's not a ton of insulted, huge, not a ton of huge, heavy hitters. And Disney illusion hitters. Island. How dare you? into september when it's like oh now there's something that we're all gonna play and then here's something else we're double, all double dragon guidance not big anymore for you guys <laughs> all right haters maybe if it was triple this, dragon this is what i meant by please don't be insulted you guys got it <laughs> you guys totally understood it and you followed the assignment well yeah. i registered and i talked yeah, anyways you got it incredibly triggered incredibly <laughs> triggered so thank you guys for checking in this week uh we'll see you next time peace